storm the Capitol. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, 19th. And a question of psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. everybody figured out my wand with the turndown situation it's been abrupt i've been leaning forward a lot good we're for here you. this is keith pazel crocious is back the disembodied adam crocious you know i am worried i'm gonna get uh i'm gonna figure out how to rig one of my old cell phones to put you on frame so you okay. will be back on camera okay soon. okay so he's gonna have to start wearing clothes again <laughs> i'm gonna put the camera back on because we passed our we were chatting a lot before the it's, show it's, it's kind of, i feel like it primed the show well by us chatting i've got to catch up i haven't seen you in probably three weeks because you had the covid i did get the vid you know and then i was busy with completing a consulting task but i got that done and uh well it didn't get done but it's yeah been the brakes have been tapped on it well welcome back everybody yeah hello everyone hold on now all right you know what the show is though we're gonna watch tv talk about the world and ourselves <laughs> through what is on television baby. exactly all right. Got the Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, the <sighs> bastard of the three. Well, well it's four fun. now. I didn't see the skulls. Oh, I didn't see Crystal Skulls. These, this franchise did not age well. No. It did not age well. Well, like know? we were talking about. So I didn't acknowledge. Raiders of the Lost Ark was not a thing when I was a kid. Like uh. it was, but like it was just too old. Like yeah. Temple of Doom was just the zeitgeist. And you were like, oh, it's so bad. Temple. Oh, yeah. Temple of Doom. It's not. <laughs> There's it's some more moments in there. Yeah, there's the first some one's more of a real movie. The second one is all special effects. It's, yeah. it's the Return of the Jedi of the. Yeah, yeah, that's probably the best way of putting it. I wish they wa- they would have done Empire Strikes Back because I know. See, it's funny you mention it because when I think of my childhood in movies, the movies that had the biggest influence on me, seeing in the theater, Jaws, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Raiders of a Lost Ark. All is Spielberg in that adjacent. Uh, the, the, they're all in that. Uh, I mean, discuss. He was a fundamental shift in the medium. He knew, Indy he, riding a horse here. He knew how to make an entertaining movie. You know, they went back to the Nazis in this. Oh yeah, hard, 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 hard to not. Well, they had a scene earlier in this. I remember when I saw this in the theater, the summer of '89. I might add, when I was a I bought my intern. real first sixteen <laughs> when Crow was '89 at uh, at Common Cause, a public interest group trying to get money out of uh, politics. Didn't work. It, it didn't succeed. Uh, so I, I watched this movie, and uh, it is. Uh, there's a scene where Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, bumps into Hitler at a book burning. 
He physically bumps into him. And Hitler gives him an autograph. And I don't I mean, maybe that did happen. I mean, Hitler was sort of like Elvis, I guess. Like, he truly was like, I mean, he was like deemed this weird, like, star, obviously. Yeah. You know, like, and, and the savior in a way. And uh, so did he just sign autographs like that? I always thought that was a little bit of an odd choice for Hitler to sign an autograph. I would think he would be more detached. I like, think so. But uh, yeah, man, exactly. I mean, yeah. It's, he was it's, a celeb. God, what a... <laughs> It's, I, he was the Logan Paul of his day, some would say. Hey, I would argue that uh, that, uh, uh, that Nazi ideology was a bit, twist, no. bit he, twisted. I, Logan Paul's a little. He was the AOC of his time. Who, who, he I'm was sorry, he Logan, was all the rage. <laughs> Logan Paul. I'm sorry, what you were saying? Oh, lo, I was just saying Hitler was the Logan Paul of okay, his time. Okay, that okay. that famous, and then I <laughs> I pivoted it to AOC. <laughs> Oh no, he was very much deemed like this. He was hot he was stuff. the savior. Like he yeah. truly, there was like a charisma. He to was him. John Rocker, you know. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> Again, it was right wing charisma. John Rocker also had opinions about the Jews. Oh, oh yeah. I was thinking about this when he was pitching for the just just recently, literally in the past couple of days, and how he went off. He was one of the early kind of canceling. He was one of the early cancels, not Al yes. Campanis or Jimmy the Greek early cancel, but an earlier cancel time. You know, and, and right. he was, and then he and he still pitched in New York and got mercilessly. That's how anti Semitic people are because John Rocker was doing his thing and people were like, "Well, he's not racist." <laughs> He's just calling it Jew York. Oh, but he was also like, and when you get on the subway, you're next to some queer. I mean, it was really homophobic and shit, too. It was like, oh, my God, man. You're some guys, some woman's got three piercings through her ear and her nose. Uh, I mean, just going off. Yeah, they're filming know? the craft. It's the mid-90s. <laughs> Nev Campbell, I wasn't, John. No, I, I think, was it late 90s? You treat Rose McGowan kindly. Well, yeah, What? when was Rocker? Yeah, it was probably 99. His son got drafted. Kumar Rocker, Andrew Jones's kid got drafted. Matt Holiday's kid went number one overall. Oh my God, am I old? They're all named Bryce and Cooper, of course, and, and like Leiden. Stone. Is that any, any, any like a name like that? Yeah, you know? like it's, Kumar yeah. Rocker is John Rocker's Ugh. name. Then you have uh, Drew Jones, J R U J Drew, J R U, like Drew Hill. I'm having a real old man thought. Okay? You don't like it? No, you, you need a Frank in the world. It, it a James. Is just, yeah, and a Bill, you know? But it's also like... What do the Algerians have to do with this? All of a sudden, we go, we're <laughs> flinging Algerians off no, tanks? No, no, no. This is... Uh, oh, no, I, th I think it's uh, it's Turkey. I, th I think it's... A, is it the... No, we it can't be Turkey. Second, Second World War. There were no Turk... I don't know. Because I don't, I don't get the emblem. Oh, it's a World War One tank. That's what it is. They had oh. River Phoenix at the beginning of this. Yeah, the, yeah this is his big... Yeah, he, he incorporates World War One technology into this too, you know? Someone like, always gets rolled by a fucking tank. That, the Temple absolutely. of Doom inc incorporated that into the franchise because you have yeah. the one... I will say, bringing it back to Temple of Doom, they didn't portray the Savage well. <laughs> You know, well, true. You know, the non-Christian. Yeah, ripping their <laughs> Margie hey, uh, Green. Uh, they spoke in chants. <laughs> Jones. <laughs> they spoke like Native Americans. They didn't even know what they even were spoofing. They were in India. I yeah. was it was it Pakistan or India? It was maybe? somewhere. They didn't know where they were. They're lost without it, Nazis. If you watch it, it's like oh my! Like some of the things they did. It's a it's like a like a Charlie Chan movie that we've mocked on this on the show before. It's that's really the only. What if like, that's the only history Spielberg knows? He knows nothing of the outside World War Two. <laughs> What's turkey? You eat that at Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> He's just that into his own, like, yeah. his just world is compartmentalized. My parents it's didn't just tell world me about that. It was dangerous. They yeah. didn't want to stress me out. What a life, man. I mean, well, what a crazy Isn't his name life. all, like, Jewish? 
Steven Spielberg? Yeah. Well, I think it's his he's name. He's got like a Yiddish name though. Oh yeah, yeah. His maybe. Fa- like that's a he's got a he had a weird childhood. Like his his Yiddish grandfather used to like stick his head out the balcony in New York and like scream his Yiddish name. And I guess he was really embarrassed about it. <laughs> I feel like he had a ma- ma- not like beaten, but I feel like he had a repressed childhood, like Michael Jackson ish type that it like affected his personality. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that longing <clears throat> for sort of childish sort of, if you went to shake his hand, he probably wouldn't know what to do for five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> like the basics of life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he, something where he's projecting his child. Because I, I watched E.T. recently too. I don't. Know, I think I was texting I love you that during movie. it. You love E.T. Fucking cry at the end of that I, movie. I'll be honest with you. And a lot of people sun- say it doesn't age well. You know, they go at Reese's Pieces and shit like that. You know, I I tell it had all of the elements of Spielberg. I mean, Spielberg was really mastering his craft oh, yeah. at that time. It was like he knew how what to hit the What was before that? What was before uh, Raiders E.T.? Of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. It, it, it was his, he directed that, and then I think he also. When was Close Encounters? Uh, that was 77. Okay. Because he did he did Jaws and Close Encounters. Thought he could never do any wrong. He broke too much ground for me to enjoy Close Encounters. Because yeah. you watch E.T. and Indiana Jones, and you're like, Oh, these special effects are great. And then you watch fucking Close Encounters. Oh, it's a clay mountain with yeah, like clay yeah. spaceships <laughs> flying into it. And Richard, oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I that have... movie was cutting edge. Well, you know, out. I am losing my hair. So. <laughs> I always thought Spielberg was Richard Dreyfus because Spielberg directed him in Jaws and Close Encounters. So I thought he was like, I thought Spielberg and Richard Dreyfus were kind of merged into one human being. What in if, my mind. What if I'm sad he kept saying that to him? You know, you are me, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're still friends at this day. Well, I guess like we they do. vacation together and we shit. We both do speak nasally. They're big old friends. Even they're, 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 I guess they're big friends, but here, here's, my, here's my story. We, this is not any, any, any cutting edge stuff, but he'd done Sugarland Express was his very first movie before Duel, which was a made for TV movie. He did Jaws and then he did uh, um, Close Encounters. He didn't think he could do any wrong. So his next movie was 1941, a comedy with Aykroyd M. Belushi. Yeah. That was a, I mean, and it cost. It didn't do like terrible though, it right? It bombed. It bombed. He, it, it cost like $30 million. But wasn't, was it, wasn't it one of those movies that it's a critical failure, but it kind it made its money back like people went and it saw probably it broke even because it had such star power they were filming that movie and airplane at the same time and airplane was like the low budget shitty movie like oh, this movie you know we'll see what it does and it totally outshined and so after 1941 spielberg was like it's never going to happen again so the movie he did after that was raiders of the lost ark where they had storyboarded he needed every Lucas single to come scene in. all right george i'll come in yeah this is i'll not build a- you a world this is <laughs> Those two combining, you know, Stephen, I've just got this. Stephen, I don't write scripts. I build universes. (laughs) Are you prepared to deal with what I hand over to you? I'm handing you generational wealth. Oh, yeah, this is every woman you fuck. You must have her call you, George, because it's mine, Stephen. He was the Dalia of his time. Yeah, the whole sex cults just grooming yeah. Spielberg weird like 70s th- that was a thing that was going you see, you've seen the movie uh, the Bob Crane biopic with uh, oh dude with, I think uh, on a solo episode we solved his murder or yeah, was, was that Bob here Crane. yeah 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 it was Bob his Crane. cameraman bludgeoned him yeah exactly a carpenter his fuck cameraman but the fact that there was like he would just go around to like swingers parties 
all across oh, they, urban that America. That was back when the, it wasn't a joke. They had f- the fishbowl parties. You threw those keys to your fucking Cadillac in a fishbowl. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you pulled out and that's who you fucked, basically? You throw those keys to that American car in this fishbowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that all, I think that was, that was a thing that was going on back then. You know, and, and then AIDS was very much used to just throw a wet blanket on all that sexual freedom. Yeah, sexual freedom isn't a good thing. I remember in my know? neighborhood, the people who lived way at the end of the block, the corner house, it got leaked that they were swingers. They would pass each other around oh. and someone wrote swinger on their garage door. Wow. Wow. They would get tortured. Weird. Like- and no one hated them. It was just one of those things. We're like, yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to label them. Yeah. Yeah. A I weird suburban just kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Scarlet letter. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I lived in suburban America until I was 13. And then I lived in small town America, which was a step down, I might add. And suburban well, yeah. America sucks. Rural America, being a teenager in rural America, uh, was disappointing. They're, hung, they're hugging because they both banged the Nazi. <laughs> hey, Dad. This, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That dude's in. She was so wet for me, dog. <laughs> oh, I am the monarch of the sea. He just comes up smelling, Mindy. There was never any, like, where was the love? Well, I guess they try to make the blonde woman the love interest. Karen Allen was good in the first one. She was like a tough, you know, drinking broad, you know? She, she had a strength to her character. We're men. A feistiness. We're men. We can shave the Nazi bitch. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm curious. with our dicks, Indy. <laughs> Yo, especially Connery. Mine oh, first. Apply her with knowledge. Connery made a you comeback. Go, you go in with your hammer, Indy. His uh, his comeback. Nail it down. What was the Untouchables? When he did the, he won the Oscar for the Untouchables. You know, my Mr. Pete Nash. Connery. I I know him as James Bond. But he was done. Like they didn't even show those as reruns yeah. when I was a kid. It was yeah. all of Roger Daltrey or whatever. Roger the fuck. Moore, exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> Roger Daltrey, the guitarist. He'd be a good Bond. James Bond. That would be his song. The Who never did a a Bond song. You know, and you think were they eligible at the time? Oh, absolutely. Were there any rock bands that did it? That was always a fucking Paul McCartney and Wings. A fucking the best one ever. You needed a silhouette gal. You needed a girl who looked good in a shadow. Uh, live and let die, which was the palm. That actually, I think, is aged well. I still think that's a good song. I just imagine every James Bond as just some girl going, James Bond is sexy and daring. You know, James Bond. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. Uh, Moonraker. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously, that's the worst of them. It's truly the worst of the bonds. So many bad, so many. The Dalton bonds are. How pretty long bad are they too. in space in Moonraker? Is it just like the last twenty minutes? Yeah, it, it builds up. Probably to can't afford a lot of the moon. The the plot in that <laughs> era. We could watch it right now. Do you want to watch Moonraker? I probably yeah. Got pop it. pop some of it on. The the plot line here's what it is. Here's the storyline. It's part Noah's Ark. Okay. And it's oh, also so they got to go to the moon because there's some sort of fucking catastrophe. Some monocled man. I've redirected an asteroid to Spain. No, no, who it is? Who plays the villain? <laughs> it, Dr. J. It's a space Hitler. He wants to kill everyone on Earth 
to then create a, a, a perfect life or a perfect, uh, not, they're not on the moon. They're actually on the ship called Moonraker. They have a ship in space that, like like Noah's Ark. They go and they're paired off in twos. It's very pretty, very handsome men, you know, very pretty women, very, very attractive people. It was the three men people, and the baby of its time. You know, so it, it was, that's sort of the plot line. And it, oh, it's just, it's unbelievable. All right, well, it is just, it. it so poorly builds the tension that in the final scene, what it is, is how he's going to kill the species. Here's how he's going to kill people, okay? There's an orchid. There's an orchid that only grows like in Venezuela or something like that, that they're able to extract this sort of powder off of. It's like a cocaine reference that they're going to shoot into the atmosphere and it's super potent and deadly and will just kill everyone on the planet. So uh, James Bond, Roger Moore has to shoot these orchids (laughs) that are being projected into the earth. What year did it come out? Do you remember? 79. 79. It was basically like, okay, Star Wars was huge uh, we got to try to capitalize on this science fiction thing i know people who like when I was, I was in the fifth grade fifth grade friends of mine liked moonraker they liked i thought moonraker was garbage for your eyes only is the high watermark of the roger moore era <laughs> in my opinion i wish i could find you know the song the quick. song was oh, sheena easton's for your eyes only i remember slow dancing to that song when i was 12 years old for your eyes only only for you to go when no one else is gone it was, it was is it one sexy. word moonraker yeah moonraker exactly moonraker i think they there tried to go, do like baby. the it is so fucking bad it's such a bad movie <clears throat> it, it is how close to this was octopussy octopussy came out four years later uh four oh, years so this only is was in previous between. to octopussy oh, oh yeah 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 octopussy and then they really hit a home run for my dad loved octopussy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's because <laughs> pussy's in the title well yeah that, that was like cutting edge uh, I, I liked Octopussy, but I, I like Four Your Eyes it's Only. It's a movie you Laura. go see and you go, ooh, yeah. you hear the title. <laughs> but for me, it was For Your Eyes Only. Roger Moore started with Live and Let Die and then Man with the Golden Gun, which is terrible. Terrible movie. Uh, for uh, For Your Eyes Only, no, no, or uh, uh, Live and Let Die is actually okay. But it's dated. It's really racist. Was the blood too. coming down just letting you know you were in for some fucking futuristic yeah. shit? Yeah, yeah. This Well, this was... And moan wreck. Oh, how, how does this one begin? Oh, the, their whole non sequitur beginning. Airplane. Oh, this was such a, a fucking. God, this was so fucking late. 70s. Oh, look at that American Airlines this livery. Is, this is. God, this is so. This the is what ship, they did. Ship called Moonraker. Isn't that kind of bizarre that that's how they were testing out that ship? Isn't that I love how it's odd? just an American Airlines flight that's carrying the oh, space oh, no, shuttle. That's what it was. And 747 used to do that. I in thought the late it was 70s. a special airplane. Well, I, I think. It, I mean, I think it was. They used the queen. They used was, the queen of the I skies mean, for it. I, I don't think it was a commercial. It was especially made for okay. it. But like the fact that that was your technology, queen we're going to just skies. let you land <laughs> off of this. You know. Is there some sort of, is this where the guy with the monocle is? Oh, oh, you know, this is a little, you know, that doesn't look so dated. I think it looks okay. Dude, I'm telling you. You know? This movie's probably great. What is that? Two members of the monkeys? Those look like fucking (laughs) Davy Jones and fucking, uh... Oh, oh, we see they're they're going into the, oh, oh, yeah, they blow up the, they... Oh, this is, this is actually not a non sequitur. This actually is related to the story. You know, typically Bond has a non sequitur. How did we get up here with just our leather jackets? Yeah. (laughs) Because we're good. Oh my, yeah. I'm looking forward to the disengagement process. It's probably just this really simple knob going gong, like opening up. When it disengages from from the, yeah. Yeah, they blow it up. They blow it up. Yeah, there you go. They blow it up. Did you see that actor act before? Yeah. 
he really honestly, sold it. Oh, he, they called the red phone. Yep. <laughs> I know. There was also some knockoff stuff in the late 60s. Like the yes, Matt Helm yes, series was a Dean Martin series of three movies that are much more campy than this. Yeah. There was a, enough camp in, in, in Bond, but it was oh, taken I'm sure more they seriously. were buying rights to all the book detectives oh, at this point. Oh, oh it's, there was another one I just saw was recently. Was Fletch making fun of this? Oh, yeah. Well, not, 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 not really. They it was had Fletch a, kind of his naked gun? I know. Fletch... Fletch was more like trying to tap into the Beverly Hills cop. Like it actually had kind of a serious plot line in it. You know, Ooh. but he did humorous moments. They always had the Learjet. We're flying over Lake Powell. Right now, that lake right now is half the level. That the lake that the lake they're flying over is half the level, just to let you know. Thank you for taking me to your fur lined airplane, Bond. <laughs> but playtime is over. Oh yeah, this is a dramatic scene. Oh yeah, because this is a This is where we leave you, Mr. Bond. Premature, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is where we leave you, Mr. Bond. Is, is this... Uh, is I this love the section a little premature, right? Yeah, of course. I've only pre-came. Uh, th- this, the dialogue in this is really like... It's very like... Ugh. Overboard sexual. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's bad late 70s scumbag. Well, I know? guess I'll never find your pearl, dear. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, this was deemed action, but I mean, you know, this is this is a scene. You know, something's going on here. This is not totally dated. He takes care of one guy. Uh oh, Jaw. Oh yeah, Jaws is in this. I mean, this was deemed a pretty deep hardcore action sequence. I think. Oh look at that. You know what I mean? They, they open with this. You know, see, Jaws was also in um the guy with the metal teeth. Yeah, yeah, he was in uh. God, what, what he, he was in 007, the man with the metal teeth in 1986. <laughs> no, no, no. He was, was he, he might have been in the spy. The spy who loved me is before this. The Carly man Simon. With the Nobody golden, does it better. Man with the golden gun is terrible. Man with the golden bicuspid. Did, did you know one of the one of the bad guys is Hervey Villachez? He's one of the bad uh, the tattoo. Is he just the same bad, island yeah, guy? Like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I just got a different suit. Do, do, do you know what his story is? Oh, his he story, was like a fucking he he was a drunk. pervert. And he was a drunk. I oh, mean, he had up. severe problems. He was at the Eyes Wide Shut party. Yeah, yeah he was the really orange. a fucked up human being. I guess when he was discovered, he was living out here. He's French. He was living out here. I don't know why this is relevant to the story. He was living out here. Killing, he was going underneath houses and killing rodents and cockroaches and stuff with like bug spray. Well, like, it was like hunting a lion to you know, him. That's yeah, fucking you know, fair go, game. He had to go in there. He's like, it's, hunt, it's hunting gig, season. And it's like, oh, this guy's going to be our midget. Yeah. This is the Vern Troyer. You know, he who, mounts him on his wall. Who, who, I'm sorry, who is the little person actor now? Is that a lot? Would that be like mock? Like, no. No, Wee oh, Man being... from fucking uh, from Jackass. Okay. Also, uh, I still came up a little bit of Webster. Webster would make a cameo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary Coleman would be the short guy. If you really needed a, a comic pull, you'd get Gary Coleman to fucking yeah. appear in someone's daydream. <laughs> what, in a Bond movie? Oh, no, in like a Norm MacDonald movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he get, Norm MacDonald got Gary Coleman for fucking dirty work. That's hilarious. Coleman needed the money. He yeah. was fucking mall copping at wow. that point. Isn't, he was the highest paid actor on TV. I think he made, I think in 1979, I think he made $3 million a year. That's a lot of money That's for TV. Lot. That's a lot of money. Back then, man, you're making like 12 to 15 million bucks. You're, you're, a, you're a relatively highly paid athlete like Debo Samuel is. Do you notice that? Same that is way. good. You know, you want to still cut, cut into Moonraker? Do you yeah, want to no, go to no, college? Well, let's, keep, let's keep Moonraker on for a while. Oh, here it is. Here's up again. Moonraker. You see how that scene ended? They, they went into a big top. A big top. And a, 
at a oh. traveling circus. Here's the beginning. <laughs> it's sexy. I'm gonna have to cut in every now and again because we'll get the we'll get rid. I'm only putting clips up on YouTube yeah. anyway. So, but Twitch is so good with copyright. Yeah. Never pulled a thing down. Yeah. Never misses a thing. Yeah. Moon. This is one of the most forgettable songs. Where is that spaceship that was attached to the plane? It's I, just so literal. It, it's Moonraker <laughs> is a spaceship that was attached to a plane, and then it launched off and blew up the plane, <laughs> and then James Bond was on a plane. It, it is. I, I think it's Helen Reddy, the woman who sang uh, uh, um, I, am I Am Woman. Jaws. I Am Woman. You know, I Am Woman, hear me roar in numbers too large to ignore. I think it's Helen Reddy who sings this song. Hey, Google. I could be wrong. Who sings Moonraker? Moonraker was recorded by Shirley Bassey. Oh, good. I'm glad I'm wrong. I'm glad I'm wrong. Because you like the that. girl? No, because I, I yeah, and this song's terrible. It, it's in the same camp as that, though. Listen, oh, let, let's, look at that nude woman doing a handstand oh, listen, on Earth. I, I would get, listen, I got excited. You boned up for these I, movies? I, the, I knew feelings were, I was pretty young. This came out when I was 10 years old. Oh, look at so those was pretty young. But, I, but it was like, I noticed it. She's I was got like, her Ooh. saggy pair. I love how they're drawing a line across it. <laughs> She's a space. It's an, we're showing how shapely she is. The, look at Connery that was still effect. producing it. Look at that effect. Of like that computer graphic with, with the with the clouds in the back. Here we'll go back. I, I want to hear the song. song a little bit. You have to admit the melody's unchanged. The, the, this is literally one of the most forgettable Bond songs. Would you agree with me? Oh yeah. Like, there's some Bond songs you it remember. It sounds like a uh, anthropomorphic sparrow. It's singing <laughs> the song. <laughs> exactly. It's just a bird in a tree. Trans. I remember that there was you know transgender in the late seventies. There was a little bit of an opening there, a little bit of an opening for like six yeah. months. Are you saying you know? the silhouette's got a dick? You know, but that that, that was the right really picked up on that because of like David Bowie and you know, obviously You're right. You early, mean the wrong? <laughs> yeah, there you go. But like the the early seventies, mid seventies. We'll be back you know, after a word. The New York Dolls, they you know, dressed up in you know women's clothing and stuff and were playing music. I mean, it was very outrageous. Yeah. And there was a certain openness in that, and, and that was very much pointed. I was like, look at these weirdos in urban America with their perverted lifestyle. Just to That's recap, I say he goes the right, and I go, you mean the wrong? We'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Quick, quick quips like that on Keith Pazel podcast. All right. Okay, let's explain your bizarre mission. Let's explain. What I say now. Good morning, my oh, I want to hear the section when you end up. I want to hear the section when you end up. Why are you so late? I fell out of an airplane. I was fucking a lady on a plane. Yeah. Who was in there? Uh, Q, the <laughs> Minister of Defense. He had his bad one. You don't there. believe me, do you? And you should go right in. Yes, money, penny. Oh, that's Money Penny. Yeah, one of her friends named their cat Money Penny. The secretary in Moonraker is named Money Penny. Yeah, yep. yeah that's why Money Penny's. Oh, okay. It's, it's James Bond movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this those chairs to me represented the Moonraker. essence of elegance when I was ten oh, yeah. years old. It was like that red kind of burgundy. Well, I mean, that's what to to take over the world. You can't sit comfortably. <laughs> oh, you have to sit. Uh, you have to make a chair out of the rails of waterbeds. Well, I, I think that that was actually like that was deemed a very luxurious, comfortable chair. Look at the light. I always think the lighting, the interior lighting is, this is what, uh, is this different from uh, Raiders of a Lost, the Raiders of a Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, whatever we were watching before? Oh, here we go, here we go. 
Here's what it's, it's, it's shown now and told. Scene of the crash. I love that they have the fucking painting that turns into a TV just in case <laughs> no one can know it's a television. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> I know, it's great. <laughs> that was deemed like cutting edge, you know. Was, That's for you to find out the Lucid. Shuttle's built in California by Drax Industries. Yes. Oh yeah. We were Listen to that free concert boom and you hear the yeah, bass. Right? Yeah. Those fucking Stevie Wonder covers happening. Yep. Gotta make sure I don't get rolled on the way out. California. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's a little rougher on the edges in the old hood. They'll just make fun of you for your shorts. Uh, I got propositioned uh, by two prostitutes when I was parked over here one day. What was their game Whoa. like? Uh one of them was sitting on my car. Oh, like, there when you I got go. over my car, so it was like I had to ignite. I was like, can you? and she's like, well, you want to, you know. She's just like, well, I already attached my dildo to it. You know, and I'm so just kind of yeah, doing I, my I thing. Mean, it, it was like, I mean, they, they were walking the streets. It was like, wow, that's, uh, you know, that, that that still goes on, you know. She's like, you pull my anal beads out, I'll get off your car. Do you know, I don't know the thing about it. You know, when I lived in Wicker Park, I lived right off of North Avenue. When Wicker Park was true Wicker Park. I used to drive over oh, the, the hookers, gym all that the was, time. That was the town. That was where you went. That I was got, the red light district. That was the red light district of Chicago. Yeah, yeah. North, North Avenue. For like eight or ten blocks, there'd be a lot of women walking the street. You know, and I, but to be honest with you, I don't remember really seeing it that much. I don't think I was looking for, I don't know. It was interesting. I don't know that time period of my life. Like I went, I would go, and I drive around North Avenue all the time. But anyway, uh, I, I digress into a weird uh, personal story. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is where she. I think this is one of the love interests. There's always the two women. She, she he meets this sophisticated Bond woman. It, they go to Venice, not Venice, Cal. You know, here Venice Beach. But they, they go to Venice and film there. That's LAX. Look at LAX then. God, it's a crew. Hell yeah. That's LAX. You know. Fuck yeah, it is. And that, Oh, that that old like, they let women fly airplanes. <laughs> Shouldn't you be in the back banging me? <laughs> oh, they're just now they're just over downtown LA. Well, now they're just over the mountains. There's three very distinct clips. This is the Drax estate now. Everything you see belongs to This is three Drax. very distinct portions of the city where we had permits to fly over the city. <laughs> what he doesn't own, he doesn't want. Very oh, I'm sure it was stock footage. There's you know, very from... strict airspace, Bond, because oh, yeah. the government is oppressive yeah. in California. Yeah. We had to get permits to do everything. I know. We could have solved this murder, but the California government allows so much, Bond. <laughs> Become a libertarian, Bond. What if that's what this is all about? Oh, God. Vote for Ron Paul, oh, Bond. God. <laughs> the fact that that is taken seriously in some people's eyes I got a three-point plan. Some libertarians probably are like, I got a three-point plan called Moonraker. We're going to go to the moon. Sometimes you're like, yeah, you hit it on some truth there. But at the end of the day, you do not see the dark side of the market. You just simply don't see it. You just, yeah. you literally cannot see, see the, the dark, dark side, side of the market. You have they to just, listen to the dark side of the moon. We'll be back know, after a week from our ba, 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 ba. <laughs> well, So then they're on this estate? Well, look, at they, there's like eight different settings they went to. Yeah, now they're in England. They're in deserts and now, now, they're, in, now they're in England. They're in England. Like, well, that, that's, a kind of, that's kind of a haul. Oh, oh, you see, this is the first hint of he's doing this training of all these, these superhumans are being trained to then go into the Moonraker. All right, fine, I'll kiss a black. Yeah, you know, yeah. God damn you, Shatner. (laughs) Uh, It is, they introduced the bad guy. I mean, this is his estate. You'll recognize him. He's been, he was in a, 
He was in the movie Munich. I mean, there's just no woman in a t-shirt in these movies. Oh yeah, they're all in like halter tops. And oh shit. yeah, halter tops are big in the set. Oh, this is this is like a Roth. This is like France. I mean, I fly a little bit, <laughs> you know? and women on stewardesses and female pilots, they're wrapped like burritos. <laughs> there's no cleave. Were, were they showing cleave when you were a kid? Oh yeah. Oh they yeah. were still fucking. Oh yeah. Hanging boob. Oh oh, you you go to these movies to see breasts. You know, no, I'm saying the stewardess on airplanes. Oh, on, on airplanes? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was now they're all just dressed like the pilot. Yeah, yeah. It is. Uh, yeah, you know, it definitely. There, there was a sexiness to it still in the 70s. Absolutely. When I was the first time I ever flew, I remember flying 1974. I, <laughs> I love how that old. sexiness was maintained solely from dads telling their sons, <laughs> "It's okay to fuck them." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like it, it was it, just a passed-on thing. Like, well, you know, flight attendants need to be hot. You know, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you were basically, you know, you were a uh, a high end cocktail waitress. It was kind of a cool gig. It was a kind of a sexy job. You get to fly around the country. What are you complaining about? Yeah. Right. I mean, it was kind of deemed that way, though. Like, hey, you, you flew from uh, San Diego to Dallas. You got to spend a weekend in Dallas. You gotta, you know, what do you want? Actual power? I mean, come on. You're you serving know? dinner, but on a plane. Yeah. Those were the days, man. 70s still was the the madman oh, era. Firing off Marlboros still, on the plane. Oh, big time! And drinking during lunch. You had drinks during two or three drinks. Don't worry, during the lunch. curtain is separating the smoke. You know, <laughs> that curtain was powerful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's the bad guy. Yep, he's the bad guy that he has I'm to kill at the end. <laughs> this guy was in a uh, Munich, the Steven Spielberg movie. I love how all the Bond villains. I don't move my arms, and I speak very softly. <laughs> and I have like to wear this. like a Nero jacket. They always have these Hello, weird. Bond. They do this weird sort of like uh, is trope the right word or a, a callback to like previous Bonds from twelve years earlier. You the know? Rottweiler Bond, I suppose. <laughs> He's feeding the Rottweilers. You Let know? me tell you, this is when they would punt it. Let me tell you a fact about the Rottweiler. <laughs> Bread in an alley. Well, it's supposed to make them a more like well-rounded bad guy. Fed on no. human bone, the Rottweilers, well, evil. Well, I'm sure man's that's a, most trusted companion. That they had to like, you know, in order to get the actor into it. Okay, you can have some dimension to your character. They'll do anything I say, Bond. The second I emote, those dogs will fly off the handle. They, they had a lot of Asian servants too in these movies. A oh yeah, Asian servants, and they know? were all like odd job, fucking. Yeah. Hey, Chong Chair. <laughs> odd job was one of the best Go bad get guys. Chong Chair to bring the car around. <laughs> who, who would you? Who was the best ba ba uh, bad guy? for Bond you think of the ones you've seen you've I don't seen. I don't see the Bonds that came out when I was a kid they don't like I know I guess Goldeneye the one who painted the broad gold yeah yeah exactly. he's cool yeah but like I don't really have like the fucking uh, Pierce Brosnan ones didn't have like a central villain it was like I don't even remember who the villain was in Goldeneye yeah who was the villain I don't know wasn't it like a Russian dude who was like trying I think to, people were just happy that Bond was back well, for yeah. that one <laughs> Yeah, there was a respite where like, Bond couldn't like. It's probably Bill Pullman or something like that. It's probably the '90s stunk. Like the more movies I watch from the '90s, I'm like, there was really nothing of substance. Yeah, like it was probably Roseanne or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at this. Look at that. There was always an Asian manservant. Yes, you take care of Mr. Bond. Oh, that's fucking. They couldn't. They def, Bruce Lee definitely scoffed at him when they offered this role. Well, Bruce Lee had been dead for You'll six find years. Doctor Goodhead, first on the right. Goodhead. That's the Thank name you of. Call on me if you need anything. I will be at my room, not wearing a bra. I wonder where they are where they filmed that, you know, because that's an actual structure. Oh, they've left L.A. now. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, this we is, were allowed one fly over Los Angeles in a heliocopter. Yeah, th- this was. Uh, oh, this probably was a set in like a building location somewhere. <clears throat> you know, her name is Goodhead. Doctor Goodhead. Yes. Jesus Goodhead. Christ. Yeah. Good afternoon. Can I help you? Yes, my name is. Bob. She's the love interest. James. All the, the all the women, the, their entrance to the scene is them just being like, "Who are you? What's going on?" <laughs> They're just like standing in a room, and then and then immediately turn around like, "Oh, what's going on?" <laughs> I'm totally am unaware of anything happening in a building that I apparently manage. Yeah, well, she's got a clipboard. I have a clipboard. <laughs> Can I help you? I'm putty in your hands, Bond. Yeah, well, immediately. <laughs> well, what's interesting is that no, she's you know because she had she had is she bad in this? Yeah, well, it, she kind of it's a little more of a feminist thing. She's a smart woman. She doesn't fall for him right away. You're very. She's hard to get. You are in fact very bad at Ted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being launched into space by rocket, orbiting the Earth and re-entering the atmosphere to land like. I'll mansplain it for you, please. I'll say it properly <laughs> exactly. for you. How dare you explain space? Oh, I know what happens in this one. He gets caught in this, like, this is one of his first dilemmas. He gets caught in this, like, machine where they, they reenact G-forces. He doesn't blow chunks. And, and, and he has to use his his uh, his uh, little, like, arrow or dart thing to shoot out this motor to stop it from going around See, so by the time I got to this, they would use this in movies where, like, the man and his monkey companion would get stuck in it. And then they'd come out all covered in puke, like... Uh, my tummy hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Remember the movie Ed with fucking Matt oh, LeBlanc? Uh, my buddy Rob was an extra in that. He was an extra in that movie. He said it was hilarious being an extra in Ed because it was like he wrote a book there and just read a book. There were people who were genuinely like, I got to make this my break. I'm an extra. I'm going to stand out on scene. Like, oh, it's so pathetic. You and know? they were like, calm down. The monkey will rip your face yeah, off. It's also like, this is a fucking baseball monkey movie. Did well. I'm sure it did well. You probably, you had I rented seen it. it a bunch of times as a kid. Because it had baseball and monkeys. Yep. You know, that's the reason. Why Calm they, down, buddy. I know it's a different game. It's a different era. I know. <laughs> that's that's why you wanted to watch it, you know. Because in this, you see what it's. Yeah, watch this. This, this, this is an important reveal. The pressure gets too much for you. Release the button and the power's cut off. Just like that. Come on, Mr. Bond. A 70-year-old can take three Gs. Well, the trouble is there's never a 70-year-old around when you need one. Is that a sexual innuendo? I, 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 don't, I don't even get that line. You what get it? I'm 70 and I'll lay the dick down. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. The, oh, the age difference is being played up with that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he's older and she's younger. You never know. Exactly. He's actually he's saying like, like, you think you don't want a 70-year-old cock, but you've never had mine. <laughs> he's not 70. He's like 47 007 here. is just technically 70 backwards he, with an extra zero. He just died. Roger Moore. Yeah, I used to add him. What a long run he had, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, he was. He probably made a lot of money doing Bond, though. You can probably keep yourself alive via machinery with your Bond money. Yeah, I think he made some. I mean, he was the Bond guy for probably nine movies. Ironic that the thing that probably kept him alive would be the thing that a Bond villain would use to take over the world. Which is? Just like being an iron lung. (laughs) I must live longer. That was always the thing with Bond to me is he would get to the end and you'd find out that like. The villain was just a head <laughs> on like a pike that spoke through a radio. Here, and in, shit case like that. in case you get okay, in case. I was dismembered in the war bond, <laughs> and I crawled torso and chin, and yeah, was they're saved. Bad guys. Here we go. You see, in case you can't tell, they're giving the very simple. It's red. You're hitting warning area. Yeah, this is the first dilemma he has to face. 
case you can't tell. He it's immediately a just knows where the button is. What? Well, he's he, he's look at this. Gets, I know where the button intense. is, and it's not because that broad told me. They show his face like move here. It's actually kind of a cool scene. I remember thinking this was a cool scene when I was younger. His face looks like like his fat. It splits back. Yeah. Do they change? Does he get green? Do they do comedy at all? He doesn't pretend he gets nauseous or anything. No, no, I'm no. gonna blow chunks, dog. By the way, him. my bond is always Sean Connery, and he yeah. speaks like how he does in Saving and Finding Forrester. Okay. See there you go. You see you, see, you can see the. I'm James the Bond now, dog. I mean, this was tense. I would just love to be the guy who gets to blow aggressive air on Roger Moore for for. Nope, can we do another one and you just blow it in his face? <laughs> God damn it, son. <laughs> we got to do uh -oh. it again. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Every I don't have it up too loud, but every time the Asian guy turns the dial, he goes, <laughs> <laughs> You see, look at this. He, he knows it's, uh-oh, uh-oh. There he goes. He, he has his... Oh, he's going to aim perfectly too, like wanted, like fucking James McAvoy and wanted. Exactly. Oh, he's disappointed. <laughs> You've got to use a thin needle because, you know, the eyes. So, yeah, he, he got out of that one. He got out of that one. But did he? Without the sound, you didn't even see the little wrist needle even come out. He just, he showed it, and then you just assume that that's what disarms yeah, the fucking yeah, exactly, thing. exactly. Oh, I guarantee you, whatever she says, she's gonna come. He's gonna combat with. That's what she said. Yeah, there's gonna be a sexual innuendo for sure. And it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Oh, call it a honeymoon. They're playing end of the movie music. Yeah, absolutely. What, what if that was the movie? Let me help you. <laughs> oh, ooh, that's some bad acting. Ooh, boy. Ooh, I. Uh, I'm not an actor. That Chinaman exactly. did something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The guy would have left a little sooner, I think, wouldn't he? I mean, Who are you looking at? Not the white one. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I think they were both Asian, at? weren't they? Oh, oh, this is where he takes care of business. You know, oh. Jesus Christ. The, that, that's an artistic scene. There's like a, the, the reflection. Everything's mirror. got crystal in it. I literally have no My sense of how a movie should be made. I know we look like we're on. Maybe you won't need it. It's not what I came what do you want then? What do you want, Mr. Bond? She just removes one side of her fucking. This was Teddy, like such cutting edge. Like, it, I look at this now. This is like gaudy. This is still better quality than Donald Trump's Marlago. Well, Marlago has got to be a cheap, garish design. Well, this was back when your when your wife would wear stiletto heels at yeah. night. <laughs> well, these are my bedtime fucking yeah, yeah. heels. Yeah, exactly. Put on the ones you step on my ballsack. Like that. That sort of. <laughs> era of like sexual this is so late 70s to me it was having a hard time figuring itself out i asked for a room where i love making will reverberate throughout the walls <laughs> the entire castle <laughs> with our with our look at this we're working on something very secret i'm trying to think what era this is this is like it's very french to it's me. just so hard not to become a child in front of you james bond 
I was a strong woman when you weren't in the womb. (laughs) (laughs) But now that you're here, I just want to lay down next to you, Bond. (laughs) That's hilarious. Because there's always two women. Yeah, it's funny. And it's like this weird, like, like how is he seducing her? You know what I mean? Like, say a word. He's just like, just his presence is 75 years old. He looks like Robert Redford. You know, well, yeah, you know, I mean, he's handsome enough. Ooh, that chin's been worked on. Look at those fucking. Ooh, a little bit of side tit, huh? Uh, you got some boob in these movies back then, and that was like you. You. They were need you to know he bedded her down. I always say that to my friend. Hey, man, I, I saw airplane. I saw airplane. They showed a woman's boob. I remember saying that like in the, in the playground when I was eleven years to old. To quiet down, so your first yeah, grade yeah, teacher was, didn't just, hear you. No, yeah, I was just saying to like friends of mine, they showed boobs in this movie. And they're like being excited. Bazungas? About you didn't say bazungas like or I said, anything. I think bongos. One time <laughs> I said when I was in the fifth grade, I said bong. This woman's bongos. <laughs> I said that to two girls. <laughs> God, I was 10. I didn't know any better. Such a clown. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Looking through your bosses. My appetite for information. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is there a safe in here? Are you just using me, Mr. Bond? She just did it with her eyes. It's like, we don't really want you to speak yeah, that no. much. Oh, man. This is some wooden acting. Holy shit. I'm a better actor than this, I think, and I cannot Well, act. she's still recovering from the roofie that he... <laughs> James, You no. know, I'm personal friends with William Cosby. You're, having an aller- you're just having an allergic reaction. Yeah, God. No Roofing one, a woman? Why the fuck would... No one will believe you. This is like cutting edge technique. This is born identity shit, man. This is Oh, like- just the picture of the lock? That actually is pretty cool. Well, yeah, it, yeah, he's figuring it out, you know. And why are there cigarettes there? Well, because it's in a cigarette case. Oh, That's he, okay. He, it's a very, it's a micro version, you know. So he has to open up safes to find information. Yeah, well, because yeah. he just keeps <laughs> information in safes. And, I mean, I guess you still need a safe sometimes. I guess. It, seems, it seems a little bit. It's the safety deposit box now. Yeah. Yeah, you always got to yeah. go to some fucking jeweler. Yeah. You always got to go to some poor... A jeweler. Some poor pawn shop. I'm over to Murray's Jeweler on Wabash. <laughs> yeah. That's where I got to go to have my... I got my life insurance policy there. I mean, that's usually the way they do it now is they'll do the the like contrast of like you go into some fucking pawn shop in the hood and then you go into... I need to go into the back room and then there's some fucking life world saving fucking relic just in a in a shoe box back there. Yeah, no, no. You, you go to a bank and you Murph save saved this in 92. Yeah, you, you, safety deposit box. I, I wonder if they're still, they must still be around. They haven't been banks. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, I, I, I had to go to a few safety deposit boxes with my mom died. Yeah, a few yeah. James Bond missions. You know. What did so she yeah. have in there? Nothing. Well, there was some uh, uh, the life insurance stuff. And Were you uh, hoping to find money. something cool? No, I mean, it was just, it was financial shit. What if know? she's got a, what if she has a silver dollar yeah. in there? <laughs> <laughs> I still have five $2 bills that I refuse yeah. to just spend the money. It's $10. That would be how a boomer consoles their child. Yeah. I know your mom's dead, but I found some Buffalo head nickels in her safety <laughs> deposit box here for oh, you. Oh man. God. Yeah. What? Oh, 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 this is a fight scene. This is a fight scene. There's some karate. I'm sure it has to be displayed here look at him elegantly walking to danger yeah i mean this these settings well look because you know he's looking about the shadows <laughs> this we just go pheasant hunting Jap is casing my in a line as people do we just hunt this is what the just rich pheasants. do god 
they should have a disclaimer at the end of this. Animals were 100% harmed in the filming. Of oh, this yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt about it. There were no peace. We killed so many pheasants. They were drugged up. The dogs were drugged up, you know. Oh, yeah. You know, they the probably just were... reused the corpses of pigeons. All right. Hurl that one back <laughs> yeah. up into the air. We got we to gotta kill six of them and we'll just use them over As again. long as we cut with it at the peak of the rise, <laughs> we can play off like it's flying. We actually just use three dead pigeons. They very much have like hints of Nazism in him. Like he's got this sort of like, you know, he could be in Bavaria right now. Like it's a Bavarian sensibility, you know. Look at the... <laughs> just nods his head. Oh, I have to deal with Mr. Bond again. He just shows up at their place. Like That one guy looked how, at the other what's one. What's his MO? Why does he just show up? That one guy you know? looked at the other one like, why are we dressed the same? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, his... Uh-oh. I told you about the Rottweiler. I'll have a Rottweiler fact every time I see you, I mean, Bond. Look, the hats are wearing. It's Maybe such an homage to, like, something. it's Bavaria. He's like Hitler. We'll have Hitler motifs here. Unless you're a pheasant. Oh, really, Mr. Bond? <laughs> really, Mr. Bond? That's not nice. Homosexuals are human beings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not what I called them. I would have actually called you the word. This is the 70s. <laughs> Mr. Don't just walk away. Tell me how that gun makes you feel. Sexually stroke it. Smell the gun, Bond. Why? Oh, 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 there's, oh, oh. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, they got a marksman. Okay, they're gonna take him down this. You know, way. just a random old man who's a <laughs> you know, marksman. Yeah, I used to do this job. You I know, is it 1942? <laughs> At least he's literally in his 80s. This marksman. At maybe. least in the professional, they had him in the real small sunglasses that made him look like a hitman. Yeah, hitmen got to be dressed eclectically or, or weirdly in some sort of way. Yeah, he, he moves the, the gun dramatically and then shoots. The gun. <laughs> Missed, Mr. Bond. No, I didn't. Did I? Did I? <laughs> he just murders a dude. Like, hey, man. <laughs> that, so this is the plot line. You know? That was my husband, Mr. Bond. What do you Bond. mean? I know. <laughs> he was simply replacing. The cars they have, it, it's totally like, like a, a Mercedes Benz that Hitler used to drive in. It's so funny. I mean, kind of similar to it. it. has tones of it. How know? dare you shoot my husband? He was simply replacing a hummingbird feeder. <laughs> We're yeah, avid bird watchers, Bond. For me, Mr. Drax. You were with Bond last night in my study. Mm. No, I... You showed him the safe. Oh, yeah. I didn't. I'm terminating your employment. You will leave... And by that, yeah. death. Yeah, yeah, she gets killed here. She gets killed. And by God, you will be nude. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did I tell you a fact about Rottweilers? Every time he has to kill someone, he says a fact about the dog. Uh-oh. Yeah, I want to see how she gets Why it. are they playing sexy music before, for her impending doom? Well, don't make it so obvious. Well, get, get in the golf cart. Yeah, I thought she oh, yeah, was going to. Yeah, just get in the to. golf cart and just drive away, right? What if the dogs got into the golf cart and started oh, yeah, driving th after This her? is like the omen, you know? This is like the... It's Yeah, this is like kind of this would be quasi sexy i think in a way weird way right yeah they're not in space yet you know no, i'll tell not. you that no they're not i'll no, tell I mean, you that and, and it ain't you're right it's literally 20 minutes at the end of the movie that's literally it yeah you're i mean there's a lot i'm sure of that's setup. why it's terrible because i'm sure the previews led you to believe like oh so, this is going to be bond in space star wars was only yeah, exactly star wars was two years earlier they're like we got to get a fucking space we movie can afford one third star wars yeah 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 literally and it's 
the effects in space are I mean, they're awful. This is probably when George realized he could pay, he could charge for the technology. They probably came to him and he was just like, Oh no. Yeah. Oh yeah. They got her. Yeah, they did. Uh, How does it end? I don't know. You know, that's a, I think that there's a drama in that, in that scene. Yeah. Yeah, There was a a drama in that. Would you say? Theater for thought. You know, I mean, it was a little bit, you know, see now they go to Venice. Obviously. (laughs) Venice is supposed to be great, actually. It's supposed to be a pretty cool city. Well, yeah, Fun for place. now, well, it exists. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's not completely underwater. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be one of them that goes. Yeah. You know. You want to jump to Colin? You want to keep watching this? We should do Colin in the second half. Second half? Yeah, it's the second half. All right. I love yep. how he whispered it. Well, we're only 50. You want to take a break? Yeah, yeah. We're 51 minutes in. Yeah. Let's take a break. take a break. All right. I got a spicy new thing. We're, we got break music now. Oh, Awesome. Good call. Yeah. I'm glad. So I'm going to switch it over. How are we enjoying the first half here? Go over to this. It's going pretty well. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm having a good time here. Finding that parking. Yeah, there's a free concert going on outside. They're just playing Stevie Wonder covers. That's how you lure people in. You play the covers. So our break music, we're going to play a couple of uh, Puerto Rican punk rock songs. Uh, and then I'm going to, you know, we'll ease into some commercial breaks here. Keith Pazel's podcast. That was for the cut. I did a cut there. Yeah. Oh, it's all good. All right. Here we go. Some Puerto Rican punk. What the fuck? sounds called the fat and heavy special request and dedication to make you hot and sweaty tell about it
Bark Box. Looking for a little excitement? Let me give you a tip. Chuck E. Cheese's. Here, kid. Have a token. Thanks, Mr. Beast. The pizza is hot, and so are the games. Win all sorts of crazy prizes. Jackpot! I got my dad a new car. Mm -hmm. My mom some fancy jewelry. Ooh, lovely! Hey, Jackie, baby! I love showbiz. Chuck E. Cheese's, where the action is. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Or ask the grinning bobcat why he grins? It's the latest and greatest sing-along song video, Pocahontas, Colors of the Wind. Absolutely free, thanks to the Fox 61 Kids Club and Walt Disney Home Video. Watch Fox 61 WTIC-TV from now until August 3rd. Call the Kids Club phone when the number appears on the screen weekdays between 3 and 5.30. Fox 61, number one for summer fun. Ditto. Power promise number five. Promise to solve problems without fighting. Martial arts isn't about starting fights. Next on Power Rangers, it's anything but politics as usual at Angel Grove High. Tommy, have you ever thought about being school president? When Tommy runs for office at school. Kimberly, I think he should run for president. And so does Kimberly. Oh, I can't run against Tommy. Why not? A competition heats up when Lord Zed and Rita cast an evil spell on both candidates. We can turn those telepunks against each other and crush them. Yes, so wicked, husband. Are friendships in trouble? Find out next on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I'll clear, sir. We'll be right back. Oops, out of fruit loops. Take me to those fabulous fruit flavored fruit loops. Yes. Follow your news. Okay. Uh oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fruits. Oh, wow. Orange, lemon, cherry, lime. Mmm, berry. Kellogg's Fruit Loop cereal, a fruitful part of this complete breakfast. Delicious. She's really got a crush on them. Warning, warning. Taco Bell Kids Meal. It's fun food just for kids. You can get a taco roll-up or a chicken roll-up, both with chips, cinnamon twists, and a drink, starting at $1.99. Hey, the tick is at Taco Bell. Keen! When you buy a new Taco Bell Kids Meal, you can get one of four cool tick collectibles from the Tick TV series while supplies last. Where do you get this stuff? One free with each kids meal at a participating Taco Bell. Oh, I should go to Fox Clubhouse, kids. Dance music's throbbing, the gang's evolving. So if you want a great feeling, kids, where it is? Come join the cookie scene. Whoa. Every day is awesome. What a cast. Oh, what a blast. Watch Clubhouse and Fox Kids weekdays, you dig? And now, back to our show. Dan. We're going to hit those again. What's all these commercials then? Wow! What's all the fun about? It's the Munch Bunch! That's the 
Luke's and Gay Verily. There's no place like Tasmania every weekday on Fox for outrageous fun that runs in the family. Sort of a bonding experience, if you know what I mean. Where folks always rough and jump together. Really? Uh-huh. Really? Really? Uh, relatively speaking. <laughs> Hard to play that four times fast. So make yourself a home. Group Park. And watch Tasmania weekdays on Fox Kids. Seems that all people love the big league chocolatey taste of Cocoa Puffs. More than baseball. Not me, Sonny. I love baseball more than anything. Oh, yeah? Mmm, it is chocolatey. He's going to win. Cocoa Puffs. As part of this complete breakfast, Coco Pops is... Now when you buy Sunday at Dairy Queen, you can get another one free. Coupon on specially marked boxes of Coco Pops. Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn It's the latest and greatest sing-along song video, Pocahontas, Colors of the Wind. Absolutely free, thanks to the Fox 61 Kids Club and Walt Disney Home Video. Watch Fox 61 WTIC-TV from now until August 3rd. Call the Kids Club phone when the number appears on the screen weekdays between 3 and 5.30. Fox 61, number one for summer fun. Principal Skinner is out. You're fired. And Ned Flanders is in. I am deed diddly delighted to take over, and I think I can put the pal back in principal. But this Mr. Nice Guy has Bart missing his old enemy. I think you need Skinner, Bart. Everybody needs an nemesis. Can he spring Skinner from his new command? Man on the rage. And bring him back? How do I get out of the Army? Just make a pass at your commanding officer. The Simpsons. Tonight at 6 on Fox 61. We interrupt this program for a special bulletin. A large number of dinosaurs have been sighted in Connecticut. Here's a report from the scene. Brontos, Egos, T-Rex. Oh, what fun. Fun? Yeah, fun. It's Jurassic Journey. Now at the Crystal Wall in Waterford. Presented by the Fox 61 WTIC-TV Kids Club and the Children's Museum of Southeastern Connecticut. Now back to you in the studio, Bob. Bob, are you there, Bob? Everyone's going to see Jurassic Journey. How about you? Now back to our show. What? Mark that landmine, soldier. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? Ryan, all their airplanes went in there. With hands. Then let me give you a hand. McNuggets hurt you. You McNuggets are brave. Oh, where's the hand? Now that deserves a first-class meal. Claim my One big man slammer free. A mailing and an order form with 24 Kool-Aid points. See order form for details. Oh, yeah. Join the adventures of Batman and Robin every Saturday morning on Fox Kids and enter the Superhero Sweepstakes. Five grand prize winners get the ultimate Sega video game package with Genesis, Game Gear, 32X, and Sega CD.
Hey, what's up? It's Daisy reminding you to join me tomorrow at noon with more fun Beach MTV stuff coming your way from Cancun, Mexico. See you then. MTV's Beavis and Butthead is brought to you by Ray-Ban X-Rays, Sirius Sports Sunglasses, by 1-800-COLLECT, the way to save on collect calls, and by Designer Imposters. If you like CK1, you'll love you, body spray, and cologne. Hello. Today, Phone Patrol needs your help. On the night of June 5th, I received an anonymous tip. A local resident was allegedly dialing zero to make collect calls. As I attempted to correct matters, the situation quickly escalated. Oh, no. <laughs> to date, the perpetrator remains at large. If you or anyone you know makes collect calls from home or anywhere, please dial 1-800-COLLECT. You'll be helping to save hard-earned cash. New York City. ETA 22 minutes. X-rays. Extreme comfort. Excellent optimus. Extra durable. X-rays. X-ray sunglasses never slip. Exact fit. Delivery successful. Ray-Ban X-rays. Serious sports sunglasses. The following demonstration has been made suitable for television. First, spray designer imposter fragrance body spray on your arms and then try some on your Then spray some on your stomach and your legs and your In fact, designer imposter body spray smells so wonderful and make you feel so refreshed, you can just spray them everywhere. Designer imposter body sprays, only from Parfums Decor. Available for men, too. Turn me on. On Friday, July 28th, Universal Pictures invites you to a world like none you've ever seen before. Totally out of control. Yeah, this movie was not good. Welcome back. We're going to make it official here, everybody. Make sure this mouse is connected over here. Oh, I'm sure it is. Beyond the Arctic Circle. All right. Welcome Beyond back, everybody. All right. We're back here for the second half. We're going to do some Colin stuff. We got TV League. We got TV History. Yeah. We're going to kind of do it all mashed up. I don't know if you got a time limit. No, if you're feeling I mean, good. You know, I'm, I'm feeling okay. All right. You know, but uh, yeah. We're having good. a slumber party, guys. You know, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, so do you want to watch some Colin stuff? You've been, you've been yes. void of Colin for the last two or three weeks. Yes, absolutely. Cause we, we had a little text about, yeah. cause he did some Viking I've predictions. I've been feeding you. Well, he's been, he's making his like division by division predictions. Like this is why I like Colin show because when this part of the season's coming up, he has to talk about everybody. Yeah. So you just see like the force narratives he tries to do. There's a couple people who are of the mind that the Detroit lions are going to win like eight games. That they have, you know, they got yeah, good. They yeah. got good weapons, receivers. Yeah. Pop, Jared Goff. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm curious. What have you heard about the Bears? What's the early intel on the Bears? Oh, that Justin Fields is killing it in yeah. training camp. Okay. That like Justin Fields is killing it. Vellis Jones is better than people thought he was. 
Someone tweeted it. They were like, it's crazy that you can be 25 years old and have someone tell you that you're too old for the NFL. <laughs> no, I know. Because that's what the knock on Vellis Jones. He's 25. I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, why? Okay. Was, so he would have gotten stayed in earlier. college because of COVID. Yeah, you know, it's like... It's, so he was in college for five years. Good for him, you know? God, good for him. That People used to do that in state schools. They can't do that anymore. You can't afford to do it. You can't, like, like lollygag your way through college like you used to be able to, you know? Gag lollies. You know? But uh, anyway... Well, you could. I kind of did, you know, for, like, a semester, though. Well, it took me well, four and a half years to graduate, that. you know? You see, you went when cheap college was cheap. Exactly. You could do Lally that Lollygagging only cost you $10,000. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, back then it cost you a grand... 2000 bucks for a year maybe. of college semester my senior year senior my semester uh f- fall 1991 was uh $1100 the t- tuition 1, so we'll bucks. go with the one from 13 days ago this is you know, when this is when it broke that the zimmer when zimmer doesn't like kurt oh yeah well i mean this is this was not cut i think it's worth talking about this is not um, cutting ben lieber um is a current sideline reporter he's a former minnesota viking one of my constant themes has been, I think, over the last year, and if you watch the herd, look how uh, crooked his glasses are. They're real. They're lopsided. Something about this like he's guy got. Look at me. he's got it. Like he looks like he just woke up. Like look at those eyes. <laughs> he looks like someone just smacked him across the face, and he like, just walked in. Didn't even reason, reset his glasses. I think Woody Hayes when I see this, but that's my. Would, why what the college coach but yeah Woody Hayes used to wear glasses but he used to wear like silver glasses he, he got very stylish his ego took over he was gonna run for a senator in Ohio as a Republican like he was being groomed like oh he should be a, a senator he lo- this looks like a Steve Martin bit how crooked his glasses are <laughs> like he might as well have an arrow through his head too <laughs> I, I don't he's really a, notice it that much. I'm a wild and crazy guy yeah <laughs> no look at how they're lo- they're lopsided like look at the eye on maybe it's because his eyes all saggy no, he looks look, look at the ears look where they are. like look at hit the one oh yeah is up that. here oh, well, and oh, the oh, ones down here oh, oh I see what you mean oh yeah they're, they're too forward exactly they're like yeah, this. yeah 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 you're right you're right it it's like there. he's what are you doing Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and they're kind of going down to. Uh, I'm here in my room on Percocet. Yep. yep. I'm just here on downers. <laughs> my wife hates me. My daughter, my daughter's with black people. Oh God, it's just they smell like shoe. Let's hear uh, it on TV or listen on radio about how the game is changing. Quarterbacks make more. They want more. They have uh, bigger penises. <laughs> Nil pop. Pepsi, Coke. The, just starts not. naming corporations. <laughs> Offensive league. Pete Carroll has struggled. Oh, I'll have to play you the Con Air thing too from last week. He's never seen the movie Con Air, and he kept defending that it was a bad movie based on how much profit it made. <laughs> it's a weird metric. He struggled with Russ. Belichick last couple of years with Brady. Um, Brian Flores got fired. Struggle with Tua. Black guy, aggressive. You know, yell. No, the, 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 yeah, the, there's a uh, defensive coach. Quote again, unquote. he's putting out these narratives, like hoping like one of them hits. You know, I've been saying like it's Brian this, Flores, uh, defensive coach. I got a couple defensive coaches that live in my neighborhood too. They're aggressive. These defensive coaches. That's just what he calls black guys. <laughs> yeah, defensive. Yeah. A defensive. Coach. That's his fucking euphemism or whatever. And I was term. told yeah, yeah. after the right. season this year. I think Swear. it was after the season. Yeah. From somebody I trusted uh, in the Minnesota kind of ecosystem. Very powerful, very rich guy. That's how Walter he always defends. Mondale. That's how. 
you know. <laughs> That's always I Al Franken's a longtime Minnesota Viking fan. I yes. chat with Al. Al's in my group chat. Uh, he's always defending his sources by saying, "I speak to a very powerful guy." Yeah, <laughs> makes four point two million dollars a year. Therefore, he should be trusted. They never lie, do they? That um, whole narrative. Look at the car. hair on the side of that fucking glass. Yeah, Shave the sides, Colin. Yeah, it's also yeah. Put your glasses. Yeah, he's wearing them weird. This is odd. That Zimmer and Kirk Cousins really had a chilly, chilly relationship, and. So Ben Lee was Christian. Zimmer's Protestant. They butted heads on the creation of the dinosaurs. The former Viking linebacker came out this weekend and said Mike Zimmer did not like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he didn't like him from the beginning. Interesting. That's part of the the reason why their organization is so fucking dysfunctional. He's saying nothing at all. Vikings defense last year was ranked 30th. Oh, it's terrible. And Kirk Cousins offense was ranked 12th. And the Vikings only had one double-digit loss all season. Do you know that's the fewest in the NFL? Um, they he's had trying to sing his praises. One possession. All right, here. Yeah, he's right. I mean, it was all on the margin. The entire season was a nail biter. Uh, it was Zimmer knowing it was his last year, and whose so whose personality can shrink in big games anyway. If you look at their season last year, they lost a couple of overtime games. They were just his, not we're getting into very his prediction late. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the game changer is that Minnesota is has a Kirk's got a little contract extension. He's got an offensive coach. Offensive coach. Nice white guy that's five foot six, un, unaggressive. Tom Cruise. Yeah. The offensive coach is a fresh set of eyes. Offensive coach. How often can I say offensive coach? You see, Again, it's the classic binary debate. But, but he, all well, he's, he's a Sean McVay guy too, so yeah. that's why that's big in Colin's eyes. It, you know, he's off, he's off the tree of uh, Sean McVay, uh, but he, and what he's he's making points. But here's what I think. Here, here's the glass half empty perspective. Because <laughs> I've been watching the way they've been portrayed in the me- media. Oh, people think they're going to win the division. No, but they are so leaning into the narrative of Mike Zimmer is gone. We're a much, we're a breath of fresh air. We're positive and optimistic. Every, we're not like that old curmudgeon guy. I know every, this is why I think the Bears are going to be sneaky about it because they're not outright being like, we got a special group of guys right here. Yeah. Like the, anytime they ask about what they think they're going to, they're just like, you know, we just got to execute and like, yeah, get the offense down. And I think if we get, if we can do that, we'll surprise people. Yeah. That's like the, but like I saw a quote from someone on the Vikings who was like, Man, there's something special brewing in this building oh, right it's now. Just like, I feel like we got something special building right here. And and they're 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 GM. Because here's the thing too, the Vikings and Bears both had the least amount. They both didn't change their team much. Yeah, and yeah. So no, that's true. and they both won pretty much the same amount of games last year. Vikings won eight. How many of the Bears? Six. Won? They yeah. went six and eleven. Yeah. So I just don't understand how because they have a new coach and new GM. That all of a sudden, oh, the Bears are only going to win one game this year. Yeah. Well, they won six last year. Yeah. With a shambles of a head coach. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I think a breath yeah. of fresh air for a team like the Bears would be good, actually. Yeah. Because it was pure fucking chaos. Same thing with the Jaguars. I think they're going to probably be better just because yeah. of the breath of fresh air. But like, why all of a sudden this drastic downgrade of yeah. the Bears and wins of like, yeah. oh yeah, the the people think that they're going to be the worst team in the division. Like they're oh, in the four league, games. in the league, people are yeah. ta- people are talking about the one pot. The only positive people will talk about the Bears is, well, they're going to have a high draft pick that they can trade next year. 
But you know, it, it oh, Jesus, you're already giving. And then, this and then year. there's people being like, and then if Justin Fields doesn't work out, you can take one of the new quarterbacks oh, coming out no, of this draft. Don't, They're don't already say. talking about like, well, this is the year to figure out if you were right about Justin Fields. <laughs> it's not. Uh, they don't have Allen Robinson. They, they clean some house. Although I think Allen Robinson fucking stinks. Yeah. He was on the bears for four years and did nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, and then I think Montgomery's okay. Their line's got a problem. I, I, I'm, I don't know, man. Don't oh know. no, they're going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to, I don't, I think six wins would be not be like uh, like a lot of people are being like if they have six wins justin Fields should be the mvp of the league yeah yeah <laughs> well then why wasn't he last year because they had six wins yeah 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 exactly yeah yeah they uh, i will be curious to see how they use him and i said this all along they got to have some design rollouts he's got to be able to run some i oh no that's some, what that's the one thing you know? cole Komet said they were like can you talk about the offense and he was like all i'll say is justin's moving a lot he has to. It's a lot of rolling. That's out. one of his skills. I mean, he's it's, got good it's, feet. It's the 49ers offense that they're yeah. running. Yeah. It's very quarterback. Yeah. The way it's always been described is it's not quarterback dependent, but it's quarterback friendly. Yeah. Yeah. Because the 49ers would have like Jeff Garcia would play quarterback. Ken Dorsey would have the odd good year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Dorsey. That's a deep cut. Uh, <laughs> They, uh, Alex Smith had some good years with them, you yeah. know, Kaepernick, and they would do a lot of design run plays, and I think yeah. Fields is a good enough of an athlete. The 49ers yeah. got Jericho Cotri this year that's really going to put Jeff Garcia's game over the edge. <laughs> they, they, always put, they were able to cobble together like a competitive team because they weren't the same glory 49ers that they were for no. 20 years. But they were able to kind of cobble together a team. Owens was part of that. Yeah. T.O. was Even part of that. Even the Shanahan Broncos though like Bubby Brister I watched Bubby Brister score like 57 points against the Chiefs <laughs> you know yeah yeah fucking but, Brian Greasy played well well, Gre Greasy had the misfortune of following up Elway look at his face uh, Collins, Greasy got ran out of town Greasy basically got I think he just was told yeah you're, you're, you're not good yeah this whole so he's not saying Colin anything. has the face of he needs to figure out someone's name and he's quickly just like <laughs> Mr. is he Mr. going through a, a Rolodex no, but but it, it ears, uh, yeah. It, did he? I, and you know, again, my takeaway is this story. No, I forgot. To what with it. the Vikings? It's okay. With the Vikings, they're just putting this, trying to put this real optimistic, positive air. And the fact, I think they actually have some decent players. Cook and Jefferson are genuinely good football players. They're genuinely good football players. Uh, you know, I think that Thielen, although he's old, he's old. Irv Smith is healthy, which is a good thing. You know. Uh, they also, I think they're D-line. Daniil Hunter, they signed Zadarius Smith. But these guys haven't played much the past two seasons. You know, By so it's ben like, Lieber, I hope they can have a good Viking year. Linebacker they signed some something guys, I heard but year, which is they, they're implementing a new defensive scheme like some, uh, and a new offensive scheme. They're doing two new things. I mean, Well, that's what the Bears are doing, you know, too. But, and so it's like, I don't think you pick that up necessarily right away. Another thing you of why, so spoiler alert, so, yeah. he says they're going to go 13-4. and four. <laughs> That is simply not true. That is simply you know, not true. Their secondary but Zimmer was and an Kirk abomination just last did year. Not connect, and I think that's the greatest challenge for defensive coaches. Is yeah. that I still think many of the principles of a defensive coach win, but things are changing, and it's becoming more of an offensive game. And you got to lighten up. Um, in fact, you know, I had Cooper Cup. Oh, I, 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 
uh, yeah. I mean, well, also, said Zimmer didn't like him. When, when, that, that was Spielman and Zimmer. You see, the, the, the subtext he's not talking about is that's why what, what a moron GM they had because Spielman and Zimmer weren't on the same page. Spielman just went, no, we're going to get Cousins. He's the one missing piece. He's the missing piece because we were in the NFC Championship game. You were in the NFC Championship game because Anthony Barr broke Aaron Rodgers' collarbone. That's the reason why you were there. It wasn't because of some movie. They, uh, they, yeah, it's frozen like this. he's pissing into a cup. He's relieving <laughs> oh, himself. I just finished a six pack, and I, yeah, exactly. Wishes Sean McVay was meaner. Um, you know these Zach Taylors, Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay, Matt Lafleur, uh, good listeners, very much about the psychology and elevating quarterbacks. You know these defensive coaches—they're human dogs. They <laughs> drool. They growl. Uneducated men—they don't know how to listen. Their brains are brick. Yeah, I don't. I mean, again, I think it's probably a classic debate. And I, I hear he's trying to—he's trying to go. You know, like this is a deeper moment, a point he's trying to make. But you know, defensive coach can still be pretty good. You know. I guess Parcells is a really good offensive mind. You know, he was a very good offensive mind. I like Bill Parcells. All right, let's see. This is three days. That was two weeks ago. Let's see how he's he's narrowed his tune. So the new Vikings GM said, less likely to win a Super Bowl without an elite quarterback. Think Minnesota. Oh, yeah. So here's how we'll do this one. So I'm going to do the Pat McAfee one first. Because Pat McAfee actually showed the quotes of what he said. Yeah. Um, he said about he essentially said like we don't want to do a full Rams like he kind of said like it's stupid to just kind of blow up your whole financial structure to win yeah. now yeah oh, oh 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 the GM said that right but the yeah, way yeah. he said it it was like we can't do that because like Kirk Cousins sucks like he essentially was saying like well we can't get a Matt Stafford yeah so yeah. like you know we can't go full Rams because there's no Stafford out there for us yeah yeah well you know. But Pat McAfee's a very pro player podcast. So yeah. they're very pro Kirk Cousins. Like, let's go. Fucking, he's going to no. fucking go do it. Yeah. Play ball. <laughs> like, he'll never. Cousins, go. Or whenever uh, Kevin O'Connell and the new GM, um, uh, that's 100% on me. Okay. I will. I will not be racist. In the future. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, just making fun of you, Pat. Learn that better. We know your wife is not totally white, so you get a pass. <laughs> I knew the three words. Yeah. I just didn't know the... Sure. See how Order. many black things are on my desk? Think I'm racist? If you can't pronounce someone's name, you just can't pronounce their I name. I know. You're allowed to not... I mean, you know. That's you all should I mean. learn it. It'll be an easy know. one to remember, though. You won't forget that. Quasi Adolfo Mensa. Yeah. Yes. Remember Have to different. get that in there. Mm-hmm. General manager of... He got uh, ripped Minnesota. by the, the new GM. Got ripped by the very experienced sports reporter of, of Minnesota because he used a, a word he's like the way he was describing football. He's like, "That's oh, not football." We got ourselves a genius here. Another thing they keep saying in the, with the press, and they say they're this, doing pyro at the Jesus. free concert. Another thing they've been saying with, with with the Viking press, if they say the word culture change and culture like another fucking time, I'm gonna wring someone's neck. They say it. All the fucking Here's time. the Bears version. Here's what they've been saying. Culture. We're building the foundation here. Yeah. We're building yeah. the foundation, and a foundation is who we are, and that's what we're going to do. It, it, it's, it's, it's just what, how, we, how, we, how we think and do <laughs> is how we are, yeah. and that's how it's going to happen. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah it, it is. But, but what the, it, the, it's, they're obviously speaking to their fan base, and they're trying to speak. To, oh, God, it's just annoying. That's the one thing that I think is good. Well, I think it's very from what I've heard about the 
Bears offensive coordinator is that he is a smart motherfucker who oh, like can I, I call they, plays and stuff. I, I think the Colts what hurts are a good them, organization. But what hurts them is they do kind of go overboard with the coach speak. And it's because they don't want to give details. So they'll ask Luke Getze, like, you know, give us a little details about the offense you're running. Like, what kind of sets are you going to do? Is it going to be what kind of shifts? And he's going to be like, well, you know, I like to, what kind of formation are we going to have in the heart, first of all? Yeah. Like, it's a lot of that bullshit. Yeah. They're saying, yeah. it's just like, so you have people rolling their eyes and it's not setting the tone well of like, yeah, they want people, they want someone to be like, no, the X's and O's. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because there yeah. was a time where the reporters were like, we don't understand the X's and O's, but like now that's what people want. Oh, yeah, yeah. It they is, want the boring fucking people get a hard on when Bill Belichick goes up there and emotionlessly, well, you know, nickel packet, <laughs> rush a quarterback whenever we're getting that set. You know. it, it is, uh, it's changed. God, it's changed. So, yeah, that, the Vikings. So, yeah, so my sense with the my, my sense. I don't. I'd like them to get off to a good start. I think implementing two new de, uh, new schemes, three four. Now, granted, you run four three most of the time when you have nickel packages on third down and stuff. I think they got a few better players. I think they drafted maybe some decent players in the secondary. But I, I think they're going to be nine and eight at best. Nine and eight, seven and ten, eight and nine. Just kind of in that. That'll range. get you into the playoffs. Uh, if they go nine and eight, they probably will go. But they're not. You know, they haven't. You know, we'll see. I, I'm not. I'm not drinking the Kool Aid. I mean, I think it's good. They're trying to change things up. They've had Zimmer for eight fucking years. I think the players were sick of Zimmer. You know, again, they, they kept saying he had, he had a fear based model. He just, he just managed through fear. You know, well, well his face was always beat red. Oh, uh, and he he was a red ass, and he didn't like Kirk Cousins, so he had nothing. They had all these stats about when he came in and made decisions with the offense. He seems like the kind of guy that anytime you said his name, he go what. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, and just well, very gruff and like they, they were actually. Uh, he also kind of had a voice like this too, so it was weird. Well, you know, we're gonna. <laughs> it's I'm from gonna, I'm yelling. Gonna, I'm gonna punch him in the throat Ugh. and grab some. T- you never grabbed a man by the testicles and threatened his job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was an old school curmudgeon. He's an old wrestler, you know. He just, I think, the game just passed him by. Yeah, well, when you know? I used to hang out with Ripper Watson in Canada, we would you do four. Figure four leg holds. What upsets me about Zimmer is the reason why they hired him to begin with is because they have Aaron Rodgers in the division, so they had to have a defensive mind yeah. to try to deal well, with him. Well, that was also and it just didn't work. It was their Lovey Smith, you know, because like, Lovey was a model for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was kind of like yeah, exactly. You know, and I mean, I think he wasn't a terrible coach, but he, he was. He had just worn out his welcome. So th- they think it's going to be this breath of fresh air. Everything's going to change. I think it's going to be a while before they get better. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. They might get better in the second Only 32 half. of them playing real-life fantasy football. Incredibly successful. So the game title game. of this video is Vikings GM says Kirk Cousins is good, but not a Tom Brady or Mahomes. Congratulations yeah. to him. He signs a deal. Kevin O'Connell comes that's in. That's another there. culture. That's another thing. It's a hard pill for these fucking athlete boneheads to swallow, too, is like, GM ain't supposed to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This guy's <laughs> supposed to be some fucking nerd. Fucking just putting a football team together. You don't play football, nerd. <laughs> Being what are you being honest for? <laughs> yeah, think you're yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Allegedly, in the yeah. first couple of days, Kirk Cousins sent a group text to both of them saying, "Hey, this is what I think we need to do after what we just went through with Zimmer." Now, there has been mixed reports on how Zimmer and Kirk Cousins feel about each other. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins has spoken uh, publicly and taken the high road, as has Zimmer, I believe. Others that have been in that locker room and in that building said, "That." 
neither of them should have taken high road. They should have let everybody know that they fucking <laughs> didn't like each other. So maybe this is the year, and we've had even some optimism, that the Vikings take the next step, even though it's a first-year head coach, first-year no, GM. The, the, the they're chain missing gets it. longer the, the, as it goes. <laughs> His gold chain. That's hilarious. Uh, he's the more pimp he is. <laughs> it, it is... Uh, they're missing the secondary argument. Their secondary was truly bad last year, and they, they're in a, they have four new players in their secondary. Oh, I mean, if you watch the Pat McAfee show, every team's got a chance to fucking go. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. go! They love Dan Campbell, the coach of the fucking Lions. Oh, yeah. They think he's the fucking. Where are they based? Indianapolis. Oh God, yeah. He's a yeah. former Colts guy. He's a former. I like Pat McAfee, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you should not he did though they did show the video so I guess one of the Packers players Aaron Jones was at the Bayern Munich Man City game in Lambeau Field and he there was a 30 minute rain delay so he ran out onto the field and one yeah. of the Green Bay police grabbed him by the collar and tried to like tackle him like he was fucking yeah. and everybody was like how does he not recognize Aaron Jones that's a Green Bay Packer yeah 12 minute video about how like dumb this cop is yeah and i commented i was like i love how they won't broach the topic of racism here yeah <laughs> in green bay wisconsin yeah i was I like he didn't know he was aaron jones because all he saw was a negro on yeah, the field absolutely absolutely yeah yep he did they don't tell him apart in those yeah. parts yeah oh absolutely yeah 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 absolutely they know there's four of them on the packers God. But I couldn't pick up pick them out of a lineup if I told you that was such a fucking culture shock going to northern fucking Wisconsin, home, and there was no there were no people back then. There's a few more people of color now. Like there's a, there's like a, um, Laotian, you know, like a Hmong population, like in a in a, you know, and then there's a little bit of a of a Latin population. That's fucking it. It's like still ninety percent white, you know. But it, it was not yeah. going up there was like a real culture shock for me. Like whoa, and the sensibility, and yeah, yeah, a little bit not being able to tell the difference. Like, well, they all look alike. Like, well, no, no, yeah. they don't all look alike. You've not met many black folks. So then, you know? in it's general, like, wow. Pat is always in the mindset that everyone is a good person. Yeah, kind of yeah. like, well, that guy's obviously not. Cops aren't racist, obviously. So there's other reasons of why yeah, he well, didn't know he they was. Are. Yeah, and even this of like, well, Kirk Cousins. You can't be bad at football if you're in the NFL. Like yeah. that's usually like a, a player's head. Like, well, we're in the league, so you know, we're not bad. No, I'm. I'm not, he's just. He, you know, he's he's missing something. Doesn't have, doesn't have the. X so we'll fast forward yeah. to no, this guy. I don't know. This. Way to go, Z. Way to go. Zero got two seconds in my ear. He goes. <laughs> This is what he had to say uh, after the backlash of obvious. So I'll read it here. Yeah. Uh, Adolfo Mensa on Tuesday took the time to clarify some comments made in a recent USA Today story where he said, uh, you never want to go full Rams. The team that went all in last season uh, in a trade to get Matthew Stafford then won the Super Bowl. They continue his quote. He says, uh, that was probably not the best turn of the phrase. Uh, I think in my evolution, I have a great deal of respect for the Rams and what they've done to be able to put all your chips in on that poker table is a lot of times not wise. Yeah. Uh, you want to be able to do it two, three, four times so that you can win uh, one or two Super Bowls. That's ultimately what I meant. Yeah. He also said in the piece, the one asset where you get nervous about is not burning about not burning it down as quarterback. Uh, yeah. Kirk Cousins knows how I feel about him. We're in a great place. Obviously, him saying, hey, we don't have Tom. It's the football. Yeah. So what's... He gets it. What's the problem? What the fuck you want? Right. Exactly. Because I got a lot... Of, once I said this was harsh, the amount of people are like, 
this guy knows football. Yeah. So what's he gets it? <laughs> what's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> it's like well, you're not thinking about the team and the human yeah. aspect. Question answered this thing. I think we should go full screen on this. Adolfo Mensa on Tuesday took the time to clarify some comment yeah. the Rams and what they've done to be able. He also said in the piece, the one asset where you get nervous about not burning it down is quarterback. Adolfo Mensa's biggest decision in the offseason was whether to keep Kirk Cousins in Minnesota or go in a different direction to seek a trade partner. He said Tuesday that wasn't in reference to keeping Cousins, who signed a one-year extension, is making $40 million. That's a lot of money. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Kirk knows how I feel about him. We're in a great place. I love his mindset coming into camp, and that's where we're at. Okay, so I, I don't want to judge him by two. This guy's going to stink as GM. Yeah, yeah it's not a good start. I don't want to do it. I don't. I don't want to be this guy. Okay. I don't want okay? to hear what he says. I want to hear what he says. And it, I assume this is going to make its way back to him. I think that he'll probably hear this. And I've never met this guy. Massive respect. You got a GM job. Way to go. You're much smarter than I am. I think you're fucking dropping the ball immediately before the first training camp, Davis. Yes. Can't be putting your foot in your mouth and contradicting yourself this early, especially when it comes to. I mean, you, anything. You, yes. Yeah. And much less the guy you just gave a forty million dollar extension. Kevin O'Connell just came from the Rams too, right? The coach. Yeah. yeah. The coach just came from the Rams. Don't want to be the fucking Rams. All right. Kevin O'Connell well, just got a Super Bowl ring the other Super day Bowl, because man. of it. Uh, we don't have Pat Mahomes. Uh, that's also, uh, that is, he, he's playing the money game there. The Wilfs are in his ear, you know? They don't, they don't spend the cash. Uh, the Wilfs who he's are. He's okay, he's okay. Who are okay. in the mafia. No, I like Pat Mahomes. Oh, oh, yeah, they're completely mafia. And now here's 50 Colin people around the league for their opinion that he, he takes all those anonymous uh, <laughs> grades and he has tears. Um, it's interesting. The GM for the Minnesota Vikings uh, Quase Adolfo Mensa said yesterday. I've practiced that several times for yes. an hour. Joy speed read me yeah. that name. Joy knows it. Joy was born saying the fact that, that name. His name is Mensa. Is fucking. And he's probably in it. You know. Well, the Spielman was in Mensa, right? No, no, that was my name for because I thought he was a moron because he was such a dumbass. Dude, the, the actually, legit. I thought he was actually in Mensa. Oh no! I used to go. Oh, oh, I'll go. Oh, Mensa Spielman, because because that was my that's my knock on him because he's a dumbass. You know, he's not in Mensa. He's a dumbass. Regarding <laughs> Kirk Cousins, I'll be frank. The one asset where you get nervous about not burning it down is quarterback. We don't have Tom Brady. We don't have Patrick Mahomes. Super Bowl's more likely if you have one. It's very unlikely to have that quarterback. So Ooh. everybody kind of freaks out. Whoa! Why they sag? That's his fake voice. Very critical. The Vikings are in the second best place you can be in the NFL with a quarterback. They're going to go 20 and four. Settle down. I said it. Pieces, pop, receivers. I'm still Rams, behind their right guard, too, man. If they face like Aaron Because my gonna, gonna quarterback tiers is more simplified. There's three of them. The first tier is a quarterback that can win a Super Bowl. That means you may have to win. Look at that picture he put chose for that fucking thing. He's younger. Is that, is that, is that Jerry Seinfeld? He's a younger Colin. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's like 20 years ago or 15 years I'll send you a picture ago. where I'm wearing shooting blue jeans. <laughs> Forever in blue jeans. The road, you're going to have to beat other great quarterbacks. Uh, you're going to have to win multiple games. Can you win in bad weather? Can you beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau? Quarterbacks that can win Super Bowls. The second tier is quarterbacks that can win a division and a playoff game. Andy Dalton won a division. Mitch Trubisky won a division. Kirk Cousins won a division. They have one playoff win, and it was called a miracle. So they're not going to win. They're not. They're not. They're good, but they're not good enough to win yeah. three straight playoff games or four straight. They're not Matt Stafford. They're not Brady. They're not Manning. They're not Russell Wilson, where yeah. they can win on the road, at home, good weather, have to carry a team. The defense stinks that day. They can win shootout. Yeah. But they can win a division. 
Mitch Trubisky won a division. Yeah, yeah. Andy He loves Mitch Trubisky now. <laughs> Boy, you will not find another apologist for Mitchell Trubisky other than Colin. <laughs> I could go find other videos that show otherwise. Really? He's so limited. Yeah. Mitch Trubisky... He's a bust. Uh, you're going to pay attention to him this year, though, a little bit, though. He, he's probably going to be the starting quarterback for He'll the He'll be Steelers. fine. Well, no, they're saying it's like they're kind of playing coy about it. Yeah. But it probably will be Mitch. He'll do fine. Well, because they got that rookie. And that's another pit. thing, too. They got Trubisky and a rookie. And they're, uh, old Colin is just like, the Steelers, Steelers will win 10 games. Yeah, I know. Well, it, they, How they, come they're not going to win two games like the Bears? Yeah, yeah. Well, because of the culture. And they've got a foundation. Tomlin, defensive coach, but he gets a pass. I'll be curious about Tom because I, I I think Tomlin's a very good coach and you know I mean this is going to be a challenge you know I mean they're they're, they're getting out of the Ben era can they transfer Felton out of the Ben era and they may they're not going to win multiple playoff games maybe a playoff game or two I think Derek Carr's darn close I like Derek way more than the market and I think Kyler's really special playoff game you or agree two. with his tier one I I, I think that's there's some truth in that yeah absolutely so so to me two. what Mensa is Derek saying is actually probably kind of accurate you know but you just yeah, you gotta not, you gotta be wise about it. Guys like uh, uh, Mitch Trubisky as a bridge quarterback, who's incredibly valuable. This <laughs> like Mac, he's a terrible he's, GM. He just completely yeah, falls one of the best. This guy's gone stink. <laughs> All right, let's see Colin Coward do some Bears stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, maybe you, you learn your lesson from that, sticking your foot in your mouth. Hopefully, you can. But if it's a series of missteps, I know Royce picked apart a word he said when describing football. Like basically, this is not supposed to be pleasant. God, what did, what did he say? But he used the word. That, that Mensa said in a press conference that he just latched on to. He's like, that, that's not, the way you're describing football is totally inaccurate. <laughs> like, you make it sound like it's just like, you know, Potter Puff, it was, it was all like old curmudgeon man bitching about new terminology, you know? I'm not going to put he and she or he and M in my name. What are you talking about? Should I start doing that? But as he gets ready for his second season, he is not lamenting his previous failures. Instead, he's using them as motivation to improve. I, I like the music. They have. Is this, is this? Oh, that's Colin's music. That's hilarious. Oh, that's always whenever he someone calls in, they do the like a little God. fucking ring. It's so goofy. This failure pushes me to, to, to even go harder, so. Yeah, no, man. I love his just, dreadlocks this year. No, I think he, I mean, I, I'm a believer in it. God, he's young. Look how young he is. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's really all I got to say. And, 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 and so we finally, you know, win that trophy. And That's uh, one thing I, I have to, like, I have to be aware of is, like, you know, they were young when I was 24. You know, when they were my age, it's like, he's only they were like young kids. They were young kids. And you, you realize the pressure they're under. Yeah, you got to, you, you have to be a little bit of kid gloves sometimes. You know what I mean? It comes with the game. So, like I said, you know, you're not going to always win every game. His hair looked like Tootsie Rolls. I don't get it, Joy. <laughs> Which with the poop hair? You ever see those little snake spark fireworks? That's what his hair looks like. <laughs> you start, yeah, kids can play with it like a spark. You have to. It's yeah. just safe, you know? Yeah, I always judge. <laughs> How you grew up based on what fireworks you played with. <laughs> well, what fireworks? Tom Brady's a three-quarter stick of dynamite kind of family. Oh, yeah, that'd be huge. He was out there with the illegal stuff. Yeah. Did you have people Drinking in your neighborhood? Drinking cognac with his dad. Did, you, did your neighbors have stuff like that? Yeah, we were blowing shit up. Yeah. But it was like yeah. illegal. People were just throwing rags and gas cans and shit Oof. and fucking hurling them into the street and stuff. Man. That's like borderline It was just riotous. like warfare. Like just, yeah, yeah. just blow anything up flammable. Man. We don't have the money for all that fancy stuff. 
You can we pack, just blow up fucking. You can pack gunpowder, gas. Take one of the coin rolls, put a quarter in there, pack the rest with gunpowder. You twist it up like a tootsie roll, Oof. and you put a shoelace in there and you light it. Man, it'll go poof. I, I'm a, an M80. I was afraid of the M80. <laughs> I was afraid of the. That was like normal firecrackers. Great, loved firecrackers. They were fun. Sparkers were weak. I didn't like the bottle rockets. I was a big fan of. I liked the bottle rocket. You could shoot someone with a bottle rocket. I liked that about the bottle rocket. Uh, but but M80. That was like you're getting into dynamite territory there. I had v- nightmares of getting like two fingers blown off. My mom was just like, "Don't blow your finger." I mean, she was like very on top of me about that. Don't blow your finger. Off. If you're gonna love the game, you're gonna have to love everything that comes with it. You can't just you know love one part of it. Like you're going to have to you know embrace the failures. Justin Fields' season is another story that I'm very excited. I to think he and Trey year. are very similar. Yeah, big both black. Both have afros. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, it's not. I, I disagree with that. I, my initial. His name's is, Trey. His name's Justin. Uh, Trey's taken over a pretty stacked team. Well, that's what know? they. That's what they say. This is this is their uh, opportunity to knock the Bears organization. Yeah. Tall move. Verbal leadership. The- Pop. Pepsi. Companies. <laughs> Coke. Nike. <laughs> the difference is I think that one has a really good support system. Really one has a good support system. And it's not the Bears. Yeah. Support system. A proven coach. Yeah. You know, because we're we know fuck all about how to run a football team here. <laughs> yeah. An organization that has uh, you know, a history of winning and leveling up and not being complacent. Leveling up? Kyle Shanahan has a losing record as a head coach. Yeah. <laughs> they went to one Super Bowl and then literally haven't made the playoffs other years. No, no, they were in the NFC Championship game last oh, year. Oh, yeah, last year. Last year, yeah. But like, Rams. Kyle Shanahan gets such a pass because his offense works. Yeah. He ain't done dick with it. Yeah, yeah. His offense couldn't, his yeah, fucking offense yeah. couldn't help the defense stop Patrick Mahomes. They got to try to you create these. Isn't that wild? The defense, the defensive failure. Is like a lot of people on Mahomes came back, or the 49ers defense fucking collapsed. Oh yeah, what it was? They, they were up by thirty points. That they, they got, they got tired. They couldn't, they couldn't pursue as fast. The last like seven to eight minutes, they got tired, and then it was like, and then the, like the athleticism came out of like, okay, we can still run. And we got Tyreek Hill. Once the Chiefs know? started losing the domestic abusers, they really took the edge <laughs> off their team. Yeah, God, they, 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 they said- he was the perfect fit for that offense. He was, you know, with him and not and- panic. And this is something that I think the media and the fans, we all need to do a better job at. I won't criticize anybody, but quarterbacks are all better the better coaches they have. Yeah. Right? So, like, Justin now is a defensive coach, first-time coach, first-time... Defensive coach, first-time coach... I actually kind of like who the Bears got. Yeah, and I love how it's a problem for the Vikings, but the or it's a problem for the Bears, but the Vikings always oh, breathing all sorts of new life into them. Yeah, I mean, because he's an offensive coach. Yeah, he's got blonde hair. He's what Adolf wanted. <laughs> exactly, former player, nose former player. You got I mean, this black GM. They, they really are trying to, pick, and I, I think it's an overcorrection. Like the way they're handling it is, I don't know. And what does that mean? I, I will believe them when I start playing. A lot of games. people were doing that when I was a kid. Uh, it was always the Mike Holmgren tree. Exactly. They would always pull They would always Bill pick Walsh. even yeah. like, oh, the Packers special teams coordinator is going to become that bit. Like, yeah, all or like even Steve Mariucci. Steve Mariucci was 49ers, John Gruden was 49ers Andy wide receiver Reed. coach. 
Fucking yeah. McGill McGillicuddy yeah. is a part of the Steve Walsh system or whatever the fuck. Bill Walsh. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the Packers, Holmgren, because that was the big thing in 92. Holmgren went to the Packers and Green went Holmgren, to the Vikings. pop, Pepsi. <laughs> and Green went to, uh, went to the Vikings. And then I remember just people were bitching. I listened to Chicago Sports Radio. I'm sick and tired of these wuss Chicago, these wuss, these wuss San Francisco coaches. They're hiring on, you know. But, and oh, they, that's why they could, when Singletary became the coach and showed him his balls and shit. Yeah, yeah. God. Wait, oh, that was a culture. That was a clash right there. Yeah. He, well, he was a I'm, moron. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah, he's a moron. They, they, he tried to lobby for the head coaching job this past time. Oh, really? And they were yeah. just like, yeah. They didn't no. accept his thing, and he, he did an interview. It, it does hurt. It hurts. Wow. He's kind of got a lisp. Wow. Yeah. It hurts yeah. a little bit. Well, he's a buffoon. Seen as a dinosaur? Uh, sure. I'll. Will I physically abuse the, abuse the players? Yes. He was a high school coach, and his high school team went like 0-26. Oh, man. Yeah. He's he, definitely the type of fucker who will sell you on like, I'll yeah. make them good men. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm a motivator. That way of motivating, it ain't there. He, he's he's a little bit, he's, a, he's an odd cat. I think he ran the 46 defense when he coached the 49ers. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, you know. <laughs> They're going to make him hard-nosed. They Which, got rid of his ass. Even when you read about it now, the only reason it worked is because people were, like, confused by it. Yeah, exactly. They essentially put every defensive player on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Now they would, Patrick Mahomes would eat the 46 alive. Yeah, yeah. You know, he'd roll out and throw a 97 yard touchdown because the receivers he, would be, he'd be able to go out fast enough. Yeah. And be mobile enough and yeah, get space. And yeah. Would you yeah. say that's why Marino was able to. Oh, yeah. Cause cause his, he got the ball out quick. And, they said his 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 release was like record breaking. Oh, yeah. I know. No, that, that, that was the strength. He got he, he, he could get rid of the ball in a hurry and threw a. A good tight spiral. You know, he had he's had a very good arm. You know, and was quick. General manager. He's having his, his second system. So people couldn't already. react. They Bad couldn't react. offensive line, and Trey has the quarterback whisperer in the league. So let's remember when Trey's numbers are better than Justin's. Let's add. Let's be honest about this. Oh, I hope Trey Lance sucks dick so I could replay this video. <laughs> when Trey definitely succeeds more than Justin. I think Lance is pretty good, but I you like not, Fields. I, I mean, I, I, I've I'm, always been better in our lives. Their offensive line, than, dude. Listen, listen, what he's about to suggest: that you're you're better when you have more bosses in your life. <laughs> listen about this. You and I have always been better in our lives with more support and better bosses. That is that goes. Or more support and better bosses. So yeah, having a boss you should get along with. Okay. Goes without saying. More so, corporate. More corporate, HR, yeah. wings, corporations, <laughs> Pepsi, Gatorade. Oh, what's going to happen is my guess is Trey Again, is going to do... Is the Vikings in their last Super Bowl, Super Bowl eleven in 1977, the 76 season, they had six coaches. It's six coaches. That's how, that's it how was you, like I mean, oh, the coordinators. Yeah, it was a coordinators and maybe a two-position coach. And then an assistant. Yeah, and, and like the head coach might get involved a little bit too. Basically, a defensive and offensive coordinator... He had like a D line. He'd also had a linebackers, and then maybe a secondary. A coach. lot of the and the secondary coach usually also coached special teams. Yeah. Oh yeah. You did double duty. You did double duty. Absolutely. Uh, Didka was a special teams coach. Well, yeah. You no, know, because fucking qualifications were as such. <laughs> fucking one. 
who the fuck ever said he was a good coach? <laughs> That's the first sign that George Hallis was 90 years old and oh, fucking yeah. out of it. <laughs> Where did I get her? You know what it was? He took the least amount of money. He made $100,000 a year his first year coaching the Bears. You pay me anything you want. I'll come to yell at the players. Hey, I didn't care. I was coaching the Chicago Bears. It's like, oh, what a God. fucking. What a, what a loser. I mean, and then he took every single endorsement possible to make money. He, he rode that, be a man. little better than Justin. He's such a buff- he's And I'm going to try to remind head, myself is he's going to be a better system than Justin. Now, I, I, I think, for the record, I think Trevor Lawrence is better than both. And it was a... He'd white, for Christ's sakes. The long blonde hair. <laughs> circus last year. So I think Zach Wilson has better raw talent as a thrower than Trey Lance. But Robert Sala, that division. So my my guess is that Trey may throw the, in, in my opinion, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and Trevor Lawrence are better arm talents than Trey. Trey will probably be more successful. Not that he can't throw, but it just goes to show you that take a deep breath before you crush somebody. What's the- You do that. You yeah. fucking take your deep breath. I'll be curious to see how he adjusts. I mean, playing at North Dakota State. You know, but he had a year to, to develop. I, I, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in that, man. Let that first year just to physically develop. You know, I mean, you're 22 years old and you're going up against grizzled men. You know, it's just again, I just physically mature. It's part of the reason why Aaron Rodgers is so good because he had three years right, to physically let's mature. See. Let's just know? go to the latest Colin here. You want to go through more Colin or go to the TV league? Let's go to the TV league, man. TV league. Let's see what we put on. But what do you like about the coach so far? Are you paying enough attention? It seems like he actually is like a motivate. Like it seems like he's easy. Like he's got that same kind of like uh, Lovey Smith, no loafing. Like it is kind of annoying. Like we're going to run hard, but it seems like he's not an asshole about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it seems like he is very loving. And even though like if you can't because his whole thing is like we want you to run hard all the time. Yeah. And I think that's what scares people is like that usually like play physical a hundred percent of the time yeah. that works on defense. Yeah. But you can't tell a receiver to fucking give a hundred percent when part of your route tells you to go slow. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. offense is different. Yeah. Like sometimes yeah. you have to not give as much effort because that's like a decoy. Yeah. You can't have a guy in motion going fucking yeah. <laughs> 400 miles per hour. Like there's a, that's so a lot of times I think that's the worry is like yeah. that defensive rah-rah shit won't work for the offensive yeah. players. Yeah. But it seems like it has like, essentially he's just saying, telling him like, I don't want any of you fat. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. want like, keep, keep yourself in shape. Mm-hmm. Essentially, I, I see that. That's one thing I noticed too. But and everyone on the Colts has a hit. He like the Colts defense was top ten the first year he was the defensive coordinator. The, I, the, I think the Colts are a pretty good organization. They have some talent. They know how to pick the guys that fit into their system. That guy Quentin Nelson is the best guard in football. Leonard is good. A uh, what's his face man White the guy uh, not White uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. He's he's like the best running back in football. Certainly one of them. I, I think that they're actually a pretty good organization. So I, I expect them maybe. You know, not be as bad as people think. I don't know. So we got the standings up here. I'm going to go through. I'm going to try and go through the big. I think the Vikings are going to come in all all optimistic. And we'll see if they they lay an egg early, which might happen with the implementation. of. Here's what I think is good about the Bears coach. And this is something that the national media doesn't really know because they don't micro listen like I do. Yeah. I think people are under the assumption that like, oh, they have a defensive head coach. So he's going to muddle in the offense. And like. Fuck him up. But he has said, like, he's not even going to 
touch the defense. Like yeah. he's letting the coordinators coordinate, like do their job. Like he's, yeah. he essentially has openly said, I'm here to just kind of manage everything. Yeah. Yep. Like that's kind of the old school head coach mentality of yeah. like the coach never called plays like in the old days, like it, like they, the court or the coordinator would to like yeah. everyone very much did their job. Like becoming the head coach was almost like becoming the manager of a company. Like, Oh yeah. You don't have to do as much work now. Like yeah. you're the head coach. You're here to just scream at the players. Yeah. And then the coordinator will come take them and be the father. Yeah. yeah. And I think people don't realize that like, He's not like he said, he goes, I'm going to let Luke be the coordinator and I'm going to let the defensive coordinator be the defensive coordinator. Where like, did they get their staff from? Where did they come from? Uh, the assistant defensive coordinator from the Colts is now the defensive the, the coordinator. coordinator. So of you took the, a step up. Okay. Yeah. And then they got the quarterback's coach of the Packers, Luke Getzey, to be the oh, offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. Okay. Uh, and okay. I guess he's very innovative. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that seems like a decent move. Makes sense. Yeah. And know? what I like, they asked him, why did you not just want to stay and become the head coach of the Packers? And he said, I want to like. I want to create something new. Yeah. And every time they say like, what's your offense? And he was like, it's going to be brand new. Yeah. Like we're going to see what Justin does well. And I'm going to build an offense around. Yeah. That. Yeah. Which, and I go back to, as I said, all along, got to have some design run plays for him. Yeah. Got it. And he better slide. He has to learn to slide too. I have concerns. Cause he was the, yeah, exactly. He was the exactly. offensive coordinator gets at Mississippi. Oh, and I guess the, uh, Lane Kiffin. He was in the Lane Kiffin offense, yeah, yeah. and Lane Kiffin is like all RPOs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so there's just it seems like they're being smart about what they're getting into. Yeah, like I think they realize that like we got a lot to prove to people. Let's not be loud and tell say we're gonna win the Super Bowl. Yeah, because they easily could be like we're gonna win fucking. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna go all the way. Yeah, yeah that would be some Ditka shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're competing for, exactly. I'm creating a culture. It's a culture of... Oh See, the God. Bears are saying foundation. They're yeah. laying a foundation. God. It, it is. And they won't say they're rebuilding. God bless and, them. And they're saying it to the players, too. Okay, players. So here we go, you got Crow. what you want. I hope you can play well. I think they're getting old. Their defense sucks. Oh, well, we go over the standings. Yeah. We could bring this up. I forgot to tell you. Uh, the We talked about it last week. Abbott Elementary is getting served with a copyright notice wow. for stealing the show. At first, when I, because I just heard a rumor at the comedy store from one of our friends that like, oh, I submitted them a pilot. They stole it. Yeah. So I was just kind of half ass like, oh, they stole it. Then I see this article that this lady, this Christine Davis is actually serving them like a cease and desist copyright infringement the day after they got nominated for seven Emmys. Yeah. Uh, again, wise timing on the attorney's part. Seriously. Yeah. It's like, you know, okay, you're getting all this praise. Uh, we, you got to get give us some of that cash now. You know, that it, should it, almost be a game of you know? like. You create pilots just to accuse people of stealing them so you could settle out of court. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if, there, if there's an industry of that out here. I wouldn't be surprised at all by who that. Who just have agents who will leak pilots and then you could, you know, and try oh, to play cut it me and, in on the lawsuit. And, you know, and yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's a strat, that's part of the thought process and the strategy. Of so this is doing. week 44 of the Formula TV League, um, Monday, July 25th, our point scorer, score, yeah. scorers. Square, uh, out of the qualifying shows, The Neighborhood was number one, getting 1,000 points. Bob Hart's Abishola got 950, NCIS 900. And then uh, at the bottom, number six and seven got 1,000 because they increased their viewership. Wow. So, um, th again, these are the ones that uh, had yeah. good introductions, good, good introductory episodes, correct? I mean, we, yeah. it's, just, it's based yeah. on just where you place now. Yep. Like, yeah. Okay. It's okay. just I get you get a thousand points for coming in first place. Okay. 
I always forget I have to tell you the whole I have yeah, to tell yeah, you about yeah. the league every time. It's yeah, been yeah. three weeks. I know. Three weeks. Yeah, exactly. It's been it's been months and I still don't know it. I'll just do it. <laughs> that's anyway, go ahead. That's that makes me one. not want to do this. I know. Because like, if you don't understand no, man, it, then I, the people listening don't. I I, I want to try to get it's a You're riddle. not a, being a good co host here. I, I, I'm supportive of it. I like the idea. I think we're on to something. But it's confusing. Sometimes, but that's okay. You know? And try and if someone will explain the TV league to me. I want to test you. Let, 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 let's not dwell on that, you know. Well, let, let's continue. Let's continue. So, but I got to figure out how I'm going to do this now because I, I was going to go based on the results. Yeah, but but do it. Then, Ouch, I'm not throwing a wet blanket on man. Let's do it. Come on, I'm into it. All right, there we go. So, <laughs> all right, wind out of the sails. I got. I'm just going to go through the standings. Yeah, let's do it. You know, uh, NCIS is number one. They have seventy thousand points. God, they uh, that is a, a a juggernaut of a show. Yeah, Jesus. God, that's a juggernaut. Um, yeah, they get a lot. They're getting a lot of. Uh, they rate a high on Paramount Plus. A lot of rewatches on Paramount Plus. Yeah. And Netflix. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, God, you have to have like multiple stream, like multiple sort of methods. You know. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm trying it's to so find the shows that than made when good I was jumps. younger. You know, it's just. Again, the whole like watch minutes is like a totally important thing. I've heard people talk about that, like on like radio commercials here and stuff. Ooh, it had this many or whatever. Well, that's how they, that's the only minutes, way they you know? count the ratings. And, and that makes sense. I mean, that makes total sense. It, you can literally watch it to the minute. Oh, I only watched three and a half minutes, but at least you watched three and a half minutes. You know, it's like, wow, the attention span is so quick. You all know, right. it's so like, you got to kind of grab them, you know, they've right. seen it all. In a way, they become less intelligent, but in another way, they become much more intelligent. I think subconsciously, they can just sift through shitty shows immediately and know what's good and what's not good, you know? Not necessarily good, but just what works. So on Tuesday, July 26th, the FBI shows are the only ones that scored points. 1,000 for FBI. FBI Most Wanted got 950, and International got 900. Those police procedurals. It's all the ones on Wednesday. Chicago Fire Med PD, one, two, and three. Wow. The Connors number four. This is so not interesting. What? What? You know, I just don't feel good about this TV league thing. Oh, man. I'm I think sorry, we're going to I think we're going to kill it. Jesus. Just do TV history. Oh, OK. OK. I yeah, just man. I'm boring myself right now. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. Like I, I don't, don't go off the edge, man. You know, so if you want to do that uh, TV history, we're into that. We're into that. You know. <laughs> man. I lost. Something? I lost all. <laughs> like I don't feel like doing the show anymore. Come on, dude. Hold on, dude. Yeah, no, yeah. Th th this has been. I've been. I think we the might show. need to take another break. Hold on. Like I don't, like I just for some reason just lost all. Jeez, man. Oh, it's okay. Because I don't sure. have a transition I mean, now. Like I had this whole thing in my head of us talking about the standings and like. Okay, well, let, 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 but you don't understand them, so we can't talk about them because well, okay. everything we were going to talk about was like you don't know. It's, that's this an assumption. This many points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you you know, literally it's... said after a month, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you were just being honest. Don't yeah, be, don't know, worry. You know, but yeah, it, it's just you know we can still there's still some value in it. But there's no know, value in it. You know, I okay, okay, man. Just I'm trying to be a supportive co-host on the Keith Basil. Man, I worked so hard on this. Too. Of course you did. Exactly. That's the reason why it's worth doing. It's not though. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I will, but like, it's You're not the creative director. I just man. haven't figured out how to do it fun. 
Look, I screen cap all these pictures. Whoa, man. You put work into this. As I'm doing it, it's I'm like, oh, this is what we're going to talk about. And then I get here and it's just nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, hey, man, you know, I'm sweating. I'm yeah, dripping with sweat. <laughs> it is warm. It's warm. It's humid, too. I think there's some monsoons in store for Southern California the next couple of days. Maybe next, maybe next week. That's fine. Give us all the rain. Problem is, then there'll be some fires. Some lightning fires will happen. Yeah. You know, which is uh, disturbing. All right. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, TV history, one of our favorite uh, topics we go through. We're going through 1995. I think it was that was that we want to just do 1995, which is fine with me. You know, um, that works just fine. 1995 was a uh, big on. year for me. God. Fuck, I X'd out all the things, things I had ready. Oh, man. It's okay. Hey, we've we got some jellyfish here, people. It's, uh... I mean, no one's watching. It's fine. It's okay. Oh, okay, okay. Shit. I'm sorry, bud. <laughs> I think I'm actually just going to end it. Oh, man. We're at two hours. Okay. I mean, it's, okay. okay. I have Shoot. no... Okay. There's no way for me to make this entertaining anymore. I'm, geez, I'm sorry, Keith. Man, God, I, it's I, all I, good. Didn't, wanna, I didn't mean to. I, I was enjoying the show. I was having fun, just bullshitting with you. You know. I know. It was enjoyable, as it as it is. You know. Here, let me just go to the TV. Maybe we can save it. Call, click, or visit a Spectrum store today. What's on? Well, they're playing Raiders. They're playing Raiders. They're, they're just playing them in a row. Let's let's pop on. We're at Raiders. It's a commercial right now. Okay. With Steve. Oh no, sorry. I was gonna say, is that Steve Smith or uh, that would make my no? That's Charl no. Charlemagne the God. Uh, the God. You know, he's got his own show. Stories. Hell of a week. With Charlemagne the God. New Thursday. It's all just different variations of Hell of a week. Yeah. Bad week. Yeah. This week. This is what happened this week. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, pretty much a basic, you know, it's a basic uh, identifiable, you know, thing. So, Ooh, Don't Be a Menace is on. Ooh, I, I actually like this movie a lot. I think it's oh, pretty funny. Oh, this is funny. great. You know, absolutely. When I, I had never seen any of the movies that they were even making fun of. Like, I saw those movies after this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember people telling me, oh, no, they're making fun of this, so I would then go see that movie. Menace to Society. They totally take the piss out of Menace to Society. Yeah. And well, also, at that point, there was only like a few. It's Menace to Society. Boys in the Hood. Yeah. Like, they're really only making fun of those two. Because yeah, American History X was after this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, they... Uh, the <laughs> she breakdances, and you can totally tell it's just a dude in a granny wig. It's hilarious when they had... When they had uh, uh, with this, with, there's a guy goes to prison, and he, his cellmate is a... Uh, a Nation of Islam member. <laughs> and he's going, and what you plant in the spring will grow in the fall. Of the I can't I remember the exact line. And the guy's like, it was the, it was the worst part of prison was, <laughs> was having to deal with this black Muslim, be your cellmate, like speaking and all these, <laughs> which I thought that was kind of funny. You know, he's taking the piss out of that a little bit. You know? Got national treasure. Who, is that Terrence Fusel? Howard? I can't even tell. No, a young Terrence Howard. Yeah, I mean, it's, no, you know, He's playing the. Him a nice house. That's just some unknown guy. Yeah, I'm sure he was a comic, and you know, he, 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 he's. Where are you guessing? Where are you guessing? Skid Row or Venice Beach? Where is he at right now? 
Um, he pro- I mean, the weigh-ins are nice. He probably is still like working with them in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. yeah. They let him work in catering or something like yeah, that. Exactly. He, he gets a pet check somewhere. You know. Oh, man. <laughs> See what's going on on Hallmark. Oh yes. It's Christmas and a marriage. Man, look at all this woke TV. One black eye with an Asian woman. Yeah, it's too fucking go woke. Ramrodding their fucking. Oh, that's liberal. Lynn Spears. That's Britney Spears' sister. Is that Matt Gates? Yeah, Is Matt Gates getting married. <laughs> I couldn't tell. He isn't he just an absolute turd? Well, yeah, they're oh. weird looking people too. It'd be yeah. one thing if they were all attractive. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like look- if AOC it came out, she was creepy. It would be it'd suck because you're like, oh, she's all good looking. Like, yeah, yeah. But Matt Gates, like, yeah, he looks like someone oh, who would creep. buy children. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's amazing, like, what, what what they've tapped into, the caliber of person they've tapped into. Such weird, twisted logic. Is that Matt Leinart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, you know. Oh, my. Wait. That Bob Odenkirk? A fa- oh, no, that's yeah. fucking big from fucking, uh, from Sex in the City. What? No, it's not. Yeah. Is that... It's the guy who plays big. I think you're closer. I gotta trust you. He's got gray hair, though. Is oh it, yeah. Is well, it, he's got to show he's he's turned a page in his acting career. Well, no, 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 no. Wasn't he canceled? There's a certain wasn't point when you embraced. Well, the character was canceled. Oh, okay, okay. Because he's like shitty to carry. Yeah. Friends and family, welcome. Was Colin doing the fucking friends and family? <laughs> you know, you got you get married. You know, he's an offensive coordinator. He's defensive <laughs> husband. You can't do that. <laughs> so here's my thing about Matt Eberflus. He's a cuck. He's gonna watch you have sex with another <laughs> another man, an offensive coach. Uh, He's gonna watch you while you sleep with an offensive coach. It is just literally there aren't germs in this world. The, the germs don't exist, you know. Oh yeah, even the air, no pollution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's just like, they don't even want to use filters because they're like it'll give us the wrong impression. <laughs> Again, I've said this before. If I was transferred into the Hallmark world. I'd vomit within five minutes because the brightness and stuff, it would be this weird like eye level change. I, I would get nauseous. No human you know? has seen that way. You know, sort of the like Roger Moore and Moonraker. You know. <laughs> it is. I think I can. Yeah, real. Just needed you to know that. Drew, that's the second best thing I've heard today. After Julia's idea. Look at this. This it's Everything's being Nothing. resolved. Well, yeah. I wanted, to, is, I wanted to kill you 10 minutes ago. All dilemmas get resolved. Brothers hug. Yeah, you know, it's, I understand you want to live in this reality. I understand you want to live in this reality. No, I don't understand you want to live in this reality. I, I take that back. I would not want to live in this reality. This is not appealing to me. Me and my future wife, Wendy Chu, were talking, <laughs> and we decided. She's a pretty woman. There's no doubt about that. Thank you. You know, being the only Asian in Love Falls, I learn a few things. Speeches, and we cut the cake, but let's have something else first. We were going to cut the cake, but too many people kept asking if I was going to do it with a samurai sword, so we're not going to do it. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Some bad racist joke. Yeah. Yeah. This is... That is big. I'm going to cut the cake. But can you please not yell hi-yah whenever I raise the knife? <laughs> I've been watching old Saturday Night Live, John Belushi, an inspiration. Yeah. Just a quick announcement. There's no she-burgers at the wedding. So, oh, 
is this? Joyful and important celebrations we have, oh, which is why God. they were on You know how people at weddings just smile the whole time? This reminds me of like when they-, when they, they would Have you ever felt encouraged by love at a wedding? You know, I have, absolutely. You know, it's just, it's often eye-rolling. Is that Diane Weist? No, she's not. She's not no, there. she's great. See, now we can go into TV history. You know. I fired back up here a yeah, little bit. Yeah, we go exactly, exactly. Got something we like, you know. July 95 here. Okay. That, God, that'll, yeah. I was still working at the Leadership Council. Leah, yeah. you have been so gracious to me. This so is welcoming. like bridesmaids. Thank you so much for sharing your day with me, and I look forward to celebrating all of your birthdays from here on out. Uh, Everyone? Jesus now, Christ. Now they we're can't family. have one privately? One private birthday? I recognize her. That's Lynn Spears. That's Jamie. That's fucking Britney Spears' sister. She runs her cats over with her electric cars. No, 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 like no. Like the mother, the mother speaking. That's Britney Spears' sister? Yeah. That is? Yeah, I think it's so. Not. No, it's not. That's she not looks Katie like her. Lynn. No, it's not her. That's oh, that's Emily Osment. I always Osmond confuse them. I always Joel, confuse them. Is that Haley Joel Osment's sister? Yeah, okay. It's nepotism. They look similar. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. They very much do. But yeah, Jamie Lynn Spears is running cats over with her electric cars like crazy. You just crazy. wanted to say that. She wanted to sue <laughs> Tesla. She made a video. She was like, you know, your cars are too quiet and we've killed six or seven cats because wow. they lay under the car and I'll, I'll go to leave in the morning and I'll run over them. Is she literally, is she, is she actually, she made that? an Instagram video oh saying that God. like Tesla should be sued because their cars are too quiet. Uh, th that's also some weird thing that I'm sure like her Florida, Louisiana roots are rearing their head to undermine him because, you know, he's, what, uh, who knows? Who knows? It's so fucking. What is going on? It is just crumbling in front of our eyes. I've tried to not go down the path of that in a while. I want to try to be positive and optimistic, but it is so obvious how things have just fallen apart. It's, and it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. It'll be fun to watch, though. That's why I kind of want the big one to happen, because you're like, at least I'll be part of like the biggest disaster ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, in the, you know, It'll be the impetus to something important, the end. Yeah, well, it, it'll certainly... You know, yeah, I don't know. So on July 31st, 1995, on TV, we had an off-camera special with Dean Cain. He was huge at the time because he was Superman. Wow. Dean Cain. Also, I think people, I, I think actual fucking Christopher Reeve getting impaled and the horse accident, like dovetailed into that or contributed it helped to Superman it. a little bit. People yeah. were just like, you know, we, we need Dean Cain now. That's all. I mean, the Superman that I remember is Christopher Reeve. I mean, that, that, yeah. that is the one that I remember. A lot of alien shit encounters the hidden truth. X-Files kicked off a lot of alien stuff in the mid-90s. Also, the reason why, there was a lot of shows, there's another reason because the Soviet Union was gone. They were looking for material. My God, our and enemy was no is enemy, outer yeah. space. It's an outer space somewhere. It's this sort of, you know. We'll go over. We can have the people watch it. it it's so manipulative and gross. Moonraker. So CBS, we had The Nanny and Dave's World. Oh, okay. Dave's okay. World is one of those Harry Anderson shows. Harry Anderson yes. had 19 sitcoms. Yeah, he died. You want to watch an episode of Dave's World? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I would normally yes. Murphy Brown, yeah. Sybil, Chicago Hope, all repeats. Wow. Uh, we had uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and it's NBC Days. In the House, God. which I'm sure was a follow. We need a black show to follow up Will. People will be too off put. Yeah. You can't have a white show following the Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince was still on in 95. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember watching a few episodes. Then we go down to daytime here. We got fucking, uh, what do we got here? Loving. Yeah, he, what the fuck is loving? He made the fucking leap. 
Will Smith made the leap. Shortly thereafter this, man, he was, you know, <laughs> I don't know what he did, but Independence Day launched him. You know, although he was Oh, also, yeah, I was born in Will I don't know yeah. a world where... Will Smith wasn't was the not star. huge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I remember him not. Be, I remember him being the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I don't remember him as a rapper at all. Oh, absolutely, I remember. He had a good song. Yeah, he had a couple of good hits. You know, they, they were they were palatable. I know parents don't understand. Exactly that one. That's the only one the I know. Prince, you know, yeah, yeah that, that I remember that. I remember that video well. I mean, they were in the same. He was in the same camp as to me as like as like a De La Soul. De La Soul was like they were like hippie. Hippie hip hop, hippie African American. I saw them twice in con. I saw them twice in concert. De La so Soul. to set the tone of the era, that's how woke I was. Uh, it was twenty-seven years and one day ago, July thirty-first, nineteen ninety-five. TLC's "Waterfalls" and "Never Forget" by Take That are the songs. Whoa. Also, "Boombastic" by Shag. Yeah, I remember Mister Boombastic. How did that go? Mister Boombastic, totally fantastic. Mr. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Boom, boom. Apollo 13 was out in the movie. I remember seeing, I saw that at, we at Webster Place Theater. This is back when I don't like, I don't, this is when I realized that I don't know anything pre-Tony Blair. When they'll tell you who the Prime Minister of England was, like, John Major is the oh, current yeah. Prime Minister. I'm John, like, who I the John. fuck is that? He took over from Margaret Thatcher. I mean, they had about an 18-year run where the conservatives ran England. Uh, Ooh, Blair winning was, was hot shit. Oh yeah, Absolutely. See, Braveheart's huge. It gets one wins the Academy Award. Absolutely. You know what I've been reading about recently? People have been trying to say that Rob Roy is a better movie than Braveheart. Rob uh, Roy is the Liam Neeson one. Yeah, that apparently yeah, is about Rob the Roy. same era of yeah, Scotland. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but they're, like they're, Rob Roy's a romance movie, right? Yeah, yeah. With uh, Jessica Lange, it had a good cast. Lange is a leading woman. You know, she she's she worked. She the OJ case is popping off. Here's what I did have plans on doing. I just have to do it. I want to organize TV history where every now and again, because they have every day of the OJ trial, like fully documented. So I want to watch TV shows from that era and every now and again, interrupt it with the OJ trial, <laughs> like how they used to actually do on oh, TV. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was so annoying. Absolutely. And then they'd fuck, they'd try and make it seem like it wasn't going to be, oh, we're just going to peek in real quick. Uh, it, it was a sincere, you know, again, the fissures in our society we're definitely being revealed with that too. So God. here's around this time here. I'm convinced uh, there's a lot of white folks who still have resentment over. During that. this week, the Hale Bop comet is discovered. You know, <laughs> no Hale Bop. Yeah. The Hale Bop comet's discovered. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Eight people are killed in France after an armed Islamic group of Algerians carry out a series of bombings. Yeah, that makes sense. Algeria was this is back when terrorism was still an indie thing. Yeah. Yeah. Before it was all big terrorism. You got tensions rising in the East West Coast rap scenes. That's going to be fun to document absolutely, on TV. Absolutely, I know that, that that was a completely. It started to build up during this time. Absolutely. The movie. Oh yeah, I love this back to back. Tensions arise between the death row and East Coast rappers. The movie Babe is released. Yeah, <laughs> I never saw Babe. I oh, Babe's who, great. Yeah, Jerry Garcia Babe. died in 1995. Absolutely, Look at that. He, he was only like 62, I think. Then the next day, Timothy McVeigh is charged for the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. What to cover? What a yeah, news day. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, Timothy, the bombing, I, I, I knew it was white supremacist immediately. Damn, Dangerous Minds I knew it came out in 95. I thought Dangerous Minds was right after. That's crazy that I remember these things happening as a kid, but I didn't realize they were so close together. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember reading about Mickey Mantle dying and it kind of blowing my mind that a baseball player from the 60s was still alive. 
<laughs> like I like I remember my stepdad being like, yeah, I watched him play and being like, man, you're an old motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. I, I never watched uh, you Mickey Mantle retired the year I was born. You remember in DiMaggio, motherfucker? He, he also, he, he drank <laughs> the last five years of his career. He was just an injured drunk on the field. He was a severe alcoholic. Mid-90s when UPN was actually the power, dude. UPN was a big station back oh, yeah. then. Absolutely. That was where Star Trek lived for me. Yeah. All the Star Treks. Yeah. No, the, uh, the, that, that was a good moneymaker for them. I think that, that, that was a good anchor show, you know? I'm trying to go forward here. Absolutely, bud. It's all good. It's a lot of repeats. Yeah. John Larroquette show. Oh, it's the summer. My family loved the John Larroquette show. I know people who think Larroquette was a, like a really a Oh, he's funny... great. He's one of those like Nathan Fillion types where the hipsters will bring him up just because it's funny. Yeah. And out of that, they actually like John Larroquette now. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. No, Larroquette's actually, I mean, he played a good kind of Weasley. I don't know. He, there was a. Con- Ooh, Sniper was on. That's the Wesley Snipe vehicle, right? <laughs> I think Snipe is in. Sniper. Well, Snipes was definitely trying to make the leap during this time. No doubt about it. Blade. Blade was, this is his three years First Marvel Blade. movie. Was Blade? Yeah. Yeah. He's a comic book character. Yeah. I saw Blade. I did not like Blade. I saw Blade. Oh, I'm sure you didn't. That was probably the yeah. beginning of what you thought, what you saw film was going to become. Yeah. I just, I just, I just didn't like it. Because then X-Men came out the, like immediately after that. 2000 yeah. X-Men. Yeah. That, that's what really, I mean, to me, Superman is the original super uh, superhero movie. You know, uh, and then Batman was huge. Ooh, what's me and the boys? Do you remember me and the boys? I don't know. Ooh, that's a Steve Harvey show. Wow. Look at Steve Harvey as the dad. Let's pull up an episode of me and the boys. (laughs) I got to give my lessons. You know, he's been a niche for himself on, 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 you know, on family affairs, I was going to say. On family feud. You know, oh my God, my senior moment there, smoking the sweet leaf. Wayne Collins, I don't think there's any videos of it. Sometimes people, oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm sure this is going to be, by the way, we don't have to worry about getting a, a copyright uh, violation with this one because they, they do oh, yeah. not care. I mean, they'll be happy. Exactly. Someone's actually watching this? Holy shit. God, look at hey, that. Hey, hey, hey. I'd like to present this award. Award, award, award. Tardis Tower. Hour, hour, hour. He's, I don't think he's changed out of a suit. Since 1992, I, I own that exact. His time. robe is probably a tuxedo. <laughs> he puts on a tuxedo T-shirt when he goes to sleep. He was a name. Harvey's Dad. a name. What? What? That's your MVP trophy. You giving it to me? Yes, I am, son. This is back. They were trying to make black people think they can actually have a house with stuff in it, right? Oh God, trying to or just anyone, confuse them. You know, Jesus. But I want it back in the morning. <laughs> My ball. How'd that happen? I did it, Dad. Uh-oh. And I tried to glue it together to fool you. I'm sorry. Did you hear that, Mary? My trophy's broken. William's confessing. Any ordinary father would leave it at that. But not I. I'm gonna beat his ass. <laughs> Let's see. The coasters are damp. The room has a spring floral bouquet with just. She's in this. Who's that? She, oh, she, oh man, she was in a Trapper John M.D. She, she was the mother in, in Coming to America. She's let's the mother in Coming to America. Is. You know, she's. Uh, I think she's Jamaican or something. Um, let's see. Mage Sinclair. Oh yeah, it, it Wendy Raquel Robinson. No, it's not her. Not Wendy Raquel Robinson. Uh, 
Well, that's the main cast. Yeah. Yeah, she's, but she's the, uh, wow. Mary, I'd like to solve the puzzle. <laughs> William had Ronald's party here. Dad, think about it. This really was when they wanted the star to drive the show because the plot to every one of these people, all of these comics that got sitcoms, it was like, you have a family and they do shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was all just like, we're going to have, you're going to be the head of a family and your kids are going to be mischievous. It it is the, it is the shadow of cause. How's it going to be different? They'll be black. Yeah. Yeah. This is Cosby's uh, reach still. It still had reach, you know, party. How could I enjoy it in this condition? I mean, the Cosby Show was a well, I guess massive I was hit, you know? Yeah. It's a knockoff of the Cosby Show, too. It absolutely is. I'm sure they knew that, but like, here's how we're going to be different. They justified it in their brain, knowing the producers were going to come in and just water Ooh, it all Ellen, down. The Ellen Ellen Show. Oh, I remember this show. I think this is pre-before oh, her coming out as gay, too. She didn't come on until 97. This is, yeah. this is pre- Yeah, absolutely. She, oh, she had boyfriends on the show and everything. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, she had boyfriends, and uh, yeah, but she was always awkward with them, you know. Like, oh, what's this rumor? You know, I yeah, that, that was a big when she came out. That was a big deal, you know, on air. That that, that was definitely like a yeah. a moment in television history, like a Go truly to regular I TV. Mean, there have been gay characters on shows, but not the true lead. I mean, obviously, I mean, a splash oh. of love. Oh, is this? A PhD student extends her studies to include the whales of the Pacific Northwest. You know how you can just expand your studies forcefully? I demand the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Go there for four months. As she relies on the expertise of a whale watching, a whale watching tour guide, they soon find themselves bonding over more than just orcas. Uh Uh-oh. And let me guess. Oh, who has a a map now? I, I guess, is this supposed to be like the GPS? Oh my God, my tennis shoes have been soiled. I love how she wanted to oh. study whales, but didn't assume she was going to step in a puddle. Yeah, and, and, and not put boots on and shit, like be, be dressed for it. She's just, you know, is she summering in the Hamptons or studying whales? This is shot in the Pacific Northwest. I don't know about it. This is. Let me flip bad eyes here. Uh-oh, there's the moment. Do-do-boo-boo-boo. She's going to get splashed on. God, it's so, uh-oh, but he's kind of handsome and rugged. Look at him. He's handsome and rugged. Oh, oh, oh. He's wearing a burgundy top. Oh, but he's so kind of annoying, but you know, I kind of like him. God, it's so square. It's so- she probably doesn't know that's him yet either. That's always the rub of these movies is like some situation will happen. Some random guy will fix a flat tire. Then she'll complain to him about how hick everything is and about how she didn't want to be there. Yeah. And this is uh, this is the last place I wanted to be. And then she'll show up at the job and the guy who helped her with the yeah, tire yeah, will there. be him. Yeah, yeah, that classic little twist. Yeah. Oh my God, I made I such a I already know you're a myself. fucking bitch. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great if it was a real redneck. Redneck Hallmark. That could be something. Redneck Hallmark, maybe. The first, before he even says a word of dialogue, he just goes... <laughs> That's the first thing yeah, he says. What the hell's a woman driving out here alone? Where these damn feminists are saying you shouldn't be able to drive alone. Oh. I'm Ben Winters, and you are? I'm Chloe Turner. Chloe. Scientist. It's a whore's name. 
this literally, this could also be like a true crime scene. Like, so she got into his car, <laughs> Bill Curtis. I love how that that's the dialogue. They make it seem casual. I'll ask that again. I'm Tom and yeah. you are. If you got into a car and someone did that, you'd be like, are you going to murder me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? Like, why does there have to, what is this, a job interview? I'm Adam. Watch yeah. Free Willy. As a kid. Right, of course. You know, something tells me you're going to love Cable Cove. Something tells me your mom died of cancer tragically, oh, right? God. Yeah, this is, yeah, we, when I've been up there, I got to admit it, it's a beautiful part of the country. It's a very what, Maine unique, and shit? No, no, this is the Pacific Northwest. Oh, okay. This is, this is like up near Portland oh, and shit, I think. No problem. It'd be funny as he was just like, you know, we housed a lot of Nazis up here post-World War II. <laughs> Some of the smartest people in the world killed you know, the most scientists? Jews. Yeah, God. God, what a fucking rotten... What did you say your name was again? Getting involved in that. Like the industrialization of that. You Jesus. let me go on about whales that whole time and didn't tell me you have an entire business dedicated to them. I don't like hearing you talk about them. If you need anything, you. don't be afraid to knock. Make sure I'll be fine. Right. Scientists, not a tourist. You got it. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye. That's how scientists say bye. Do you think bye. like born again Christian women masturbate to this? Oh. Would it be again? funny if someone just shoots the seal? Oh, it comes over just clubbing. You go like fades away. Just mortified. Just this mortified. is seal clubbing cove. Yeah, exactly. Don't you know that? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, this, that puddle was filled with seal blood. This would not be a place I'd want to stay. I don't want to see all those pennants up on the rafters. There's nothing magical. Oh, about this is this one place. of those. What I love about Hallmark movies is you can How tell. How tall is she? They actually invaded a resort. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, this yeah, is a yeah. real. This is not a studio. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they. They probably had to pay like 50 grand to use it for like two or three weeks. Oh, yeah. You know people I mean? are they, missing work for this. Yeah, yeah. But they're like, fuck it. We're going to make a lot of money. So let's do it. You know? Just see them. I'm here to study them. Well. They're like, we're Hallmark. We can afford to pay half their hourly wage. And they can... Yeah, exactly. To miss work. They, they can also probably just... Uh, you know, they'll put a plaque up. This is where the Hallmark episode from season 27 where Marcy gets married or, you know, and she watches whales. They'll put that up there as like a little moniker. It'll be part of like their, their restaurant pitch. Isn't that great? This is a Hallmark Look at all that place. shit that's in her backpack. Oh, it's so... I think this is ugh. Seen. Oh, I'm so glad you like uh, it. Wait till you see the rest of this place. Uh, gotta say oh this. This, this. This sounds harsh. Oh women, my goodness. I've never seen a porch before. Uh, women like bed and breakfast. They like a bed and breakfast. No doubt about that. Well, yeah, it's all, it's a tiny little hotel. It's it's just like, it's very quaint. It's done you up in a very unique way. Mary, it's I like a little doll's deal. house. Every time I hear the word quaint, I think of, I, there was an old Joe Biden interview <laughs> where he says that someone in Congress saw her mom do a prayer and goes, oh, that's quaint. And you go, I about knocked him out. You don't say that that's quaint. <laughs> Who said that's a Joe Biden, Biden was upset that someone said his mom praying was quaint. Oh, oh, okay. doesn't that just mean like old fashioned quaint means kind of cute or something. Okay. It's kind of minimizing. It's a very quaint village that we're in right now. It's something, uh, 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 you guys are very quaint thinkers out uh, here. Uh, a certain caliber of woman likes quaint a lot. Like, likes quaint a lot. View. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So breakfast is served every morning. At yeah, the big you know, house from uh, this is my sarcasm also, but it's only in a positive context. Breakfast and a negative. is served every morning. We stone press everything. Coffee is organic and uh, served in a press pot. Uh, yeah, but it's, uh, it's just this mythology. <gasps> there it is. <gasps> You can see the whale. 
Get your camera. It's perfect. I'm in an Airbnb. I'm in a bed breakfast. I can watch whales from. Everything is coming together. Exactly as planned. Now comes a song. Written by Brody Jenner. She's writing like a fucking 10 year old. It's Brody Jenner writing the song. That's how someone runs when the ice cream truck is coming. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, this is a... This, this is a serious scientist. You're absolutely right. Like, what she a just runs, reaction. She runs, dives on the whale, slits its throat, and she's like, I'm here to start a soap <laughs> company. <laughs> I, read, I read Moby Dick, you know? This Wh- is my whales life. were hunted down. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hunted. Whale oil was like a, a commodity. It was for like lamps and stuff, man. Blubber was sold. Like, whales were harvested, you know? Oh, don't worry. That's our clubbing seal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Shoot. He's what you should have done 10 seconds ago. That is so helpful. Thank you for the tip. Yeah, no problem. I wouldn't worry about it. Orcas are notoriously camera shy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you going? To uh. When does the second guy get introduced? There's got to be a He's second a guy, correct? Well, no, he'll have layers. He'll be okay. the first and the second guy. Okay. Okay. It. okay, It'll reveal that he's like nefarious in some way, shape, or form. Or his dad will be the second guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The company's gonna end. It'll be a threat of the company at some point. Yes. Okay. You know, my dad's coming in. We're gonna change the angle of the company. We're actually gonna start hunting whales. See, this is the connection. She doesn't know her way around a boat, but he does. She's trying to play it off like she knows. Yet she actually kind of wants him to take over. Let me guess. You know, you saw the movie Free Willy and freaked out. No, no, you you like that though, right? I mean, right? Isn't this this theory I have that she doesn't know what to do, but she wants him to help help her out? Like she wants that. Okay, I know where to find you. No, she's kind of. I think she will eventually, but I think more she thinks she knows. She thinks it's going to be easy. That like I'll just hop in boats and go look at whales, and she doesn't know. That like, oh, I gotta know what side. What's the stern? It's gotta be a moment of comedy. I love how she added it's movement to it. It's gonna be a moment of comedy. I know exactly. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's when you know you oh, can't curse because oh she makes God. it seem like when that happens to regular people, they don't just go, fuck. I know exactly. I, I, God, man, I... <laughs> <laughs> I know she's making like chirping noises, you know. You would not be that cold. Oh my god. It's 60 degrees. I don't think that's a good idea. Well, Ben knows more about the orcas than anyone in Cable Cove. Yes, I'm sure he does. But I just have this awkward moment with him that I don't need his help the same number of times. Oh. Well, I'll take a look for some maps. Thank you very Oh, hey, us girls, we know what you with this guy. I love how they got her with hot cocoa and shit. Of course, she got splashed. It, it is every expectation is met. Every quaint expectation is met. You know, he's probably like, "Aren't you hot? It's ninety degrees outside." <laughs> every quaint. I mean, back already. I am. Didn't quite make it out. She literally, she's probably five foot one, right? Uh, oh yeah, she's a, a petite woman. Enough to hold in the palm of my hand. Here you go, Ben. Because she's going to want him to be assertive at the right time, right? right? 
Isn't, well, that, all, isn't that always a thing, too? No, she just... No. He's got to be a man at some point, too, correct? Well, there's always a point in the movie where they genuinely don't like each other. Yeah. Like, she's genuinely, like, doesn't want his help. And then one of them will first realize that, like, oh, I like this person. Then they'll have one scene where they're, like, killing it together. They fucking go dancing or something. Yeah. And then one thing will happen that'll upset that her whole up. the confidence in the guy. Yeah. And then they'll have the scene of like, I thought you were this guy. And it turns out you're this guy. And he's like, but I was only being that guy because of this. And she's like, oh, oh let's kiss now. That's hilarious. Oh, God. It's so, it's so paint by, paint, you know, paint by the numbers or whatever. Or connect the dots. It's so fucking. Oh. They like to travel sometimes as far north as Alaska or all the way down to California. But this time of year, they always come back here. Because it's dinner time. The Chinook Salmon Run brings them to the Salish Sound. That's right. To this river right here. You see? The Chinooks then return to the Cold She's Stream smart. River to spawn. She's not, the whales you know. Just sit back and- I just don't know how to physically get to the whales. And that's where he's going to come in. He's going to be rugged. Oh, he's rugged. You know, he, you know. but of course, he's, he's kind of smart, but not too smart. He's not too dumb either. He's just yeah. kind of right. You don't want him to be too smart because he might be able to outwit you. How you feeling? You want- <laughs> You're at two, we're at two and a half hours. You want to wind it down? Yeah. Sure. Right. But, but this has been a good listen hey we got it back I, I, I think it's been a good episode and, and don't get down about the uh, TV league you know, I mean I just gotta figure out how to make it entertaining you know I mean it's I had a fun show good time I hope everyone listened to this or some people listen to this I pile, I was out down. working for two solid weeks Keith had COVID but we're back we're back. I even Please did a listen. show during COVID. I had a nice smoky voice uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, guess good said a couple hardcore racial things blame COVID every time Anything, any time I put my foot in my mouth, I just blamed COVID. COVID, COVID was the excuse. It's the COVID culprits. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Uh, crazy. You can follow the show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Keith Pazel. That's where the awesome. full episodes are. They don't fuck with the copyright. I'm just going to be putting clips on YouTube now. Um, listen to the full shows wherever you get your pods. Go to all my social medias. Uh, my link tree is where everything is. Uh, we'll see you in a few days. Love you. Yep. We announce we are off the air when we are off the air.